ಓಂ ಜ್ಞಾನತಿಮಿರಾಂಧಸ್ಯಾಂಜನಶಲಾಖೆಯ ಚಕ್ಷುರುನ್ಮೀಲಿತ ತಸ್ಮೈ ಶ್ರೀಗುರವೇ ನಮಃ ಶ್ರೀಚೈತನ್ಯಮನೋಭೀಷ್ಟ ಸ್ಥಾಪಿತೂತಲೆ ಸ್ವಯಂ ರೂಪ ಕದಾಮಹ್ಯಂ ದಾತಿ ಸ್ವಪದಾಂತಿಕ ನಾನಾಶಾಸ್ತ್ರಚಾರಣೈಕನಿಪುಣೋ ಸದ್ಧರ್ಮಸಂಸ್ಥಾಪಕೋ ಲೋಕಾಣಿಣೋ ತ್ರಿಭುವನೆ ಮಾನ್ಯೌ ಶರಣ್ಯಾಕರೋ ರಾಧಾಕೃಷ್ಣಪದಾರವಿಂದ ಭಜನಾ ನಂದೇನ ಮತ್ತಾಲಿಕೋ ವಂದೇ ರೂಪಸನಾತನೌ ರಘುಯುಗೌ ಶ್ರೀಜೀವಗೋಪಾಲಕೋ ವಂದೇಹಂ ಶ್ರೀಗುರೋ ಶ್ರೀಯುತಪದಕಮಲಂ ಶ್ರೀಗುರುನ್ ವೈಷ್ಣವಾಂಶ್ರೀರೂಪಾಗ್ರಜಾತ ಸಹಗಣರಘುನಾಥಾನ್ವಿತ ಸಜೀವಂ ಸಾಧ್ವೈತ ಸಾವಧೂತ ಪರಿಜನ ಸಹಿತ ಕೃಷ್ಣಚೈತನ್ಯದೇವೀರಾಧಾಕೃಷ್ಣಪಾದಾನ್ ಸಹಗಣಲಿತಾಶಾಖಾನ್ವಿತೃಷ್ಣಕರುಣಾಸುಂಧೋ ದೀನಬಂಧೋ ಜಗತ್ಪತೆ ಗೋಪೇಶ ಗೋಪಿಕಾಕಾಂತರಾಧಾಕಾಂತನಮೋಸ್ತು ತಪ್ತಕಾಂಚನ ಗೌರಾಂಗೀ ರಾಧೆ ವೃಂದಾವನೇಶ್ವರೀ ವೃಷಭಾನುಸುತೆ ದೇವೀ ಪ್ರಣಮಿ ಹರಿಪ್ರಿಯ ವಾಂಛಾಕಲ್ಪತರುಭ್ಯಕೃಪಾಸಿಂಧುಭ್ಯ ಪತಿ ಪಾವನೆಭ್ಯೋ ವೈಷ್ಣವೇಭ್ಯೋ ನಮೋ ನಮಃ ನಮ ಓಂ ವಿಷ್ಣುಪಾದಾ ಭೂತಲೆ ಶ್ರೀಮತೆ ಭಕ್ತಿವೇದಾಂತ ಸ್ವಾಮಿನಿ ನಾಮಿನೆ ನಮಸ್ತೆ ಸಾರಸ್ವತೆ ದೇವೆ ಗೌರವಾಣೀ ಪ್ರಚಾರಿಣೆ ನಿರ್ವಿಶೇಷಶೂನ್ಯವಾದೀ ಪಾಶ್ಚಾತ್ಯದೇಶತಾರಿಣೆ ಜಯ ಶ್ರೀಕೃಷ್ಣಚೈತನ್ಯ ಪ್ರಭುನಿತ್ಯಾನಂದ ಶ್ರೀ ಅದ್ವೈತಗದಾಧರ್ ಶ್ರೀವಾಸಾದಿಗೌರಭಕ್ತವೆಂದ ಹರೇ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಹರೇ ಕೃಷ್ಣ 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 ಹರೇ 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 ರಾಮ ಹರೇ ರಾಮ 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 ಹರೇ ಹರೇ ಸೊ ವೆಲ್ಕಮ್ ಟು ಎಪಿಸೋಡ್ ಸಿಕ್ಸ್ ಆಫ್ ದ ನೆಕ್ಟರ್ ಆಫ್ ಇನ್ಸ್ಟ್ರಕ್ಷನ್ ಸಿರೀಸ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಟುಡೇಸ್ ವರ್ಸ್ ವಿ ವಿಲ್ ಬಿ ಡಿಸ್ಕಸಿಂಗ್ ವರ್ಸ್ ಫೈವ್ ಆಫ್ ಶ್ರೀ ಉಪದೇಶಾಮೃತ ಬೈ ಶ್ರೀ ರೂಪಗೋಸ್ವಾಮಿ so <clears throat> as all the time we will repeat the words each one by one and then you please repeat after me so for the repetition of words word to word we will go and look at the synonyms because as you can see krishnaeti is the first word here krishna is the first word and iti is the second word so it is divided so i hope you can see this ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಯಿರಿ ತಂ ಮನಸ ಆದ್ರಿಯೇತ ದೀಕ್ಷಾ ಅಸ್ತಿ ಚೇತ್ ಪ್ರಣತಿ ಭಜಂತ ಈಶಂ ಶುಶ್ರೂಷೆಯ ಭಜನ ವಿಜ್ಞ ಅನನ್ಯಂ 
अन्य निंदा आदि शून्य हृदय ईप्सित संग लब्ध्या सो दिस इज अ फोर्टीन सिलेबल वर्स वसंत तिलका द मीटर सो वी विल चैंट दिस दिस कैन बी चैंटेड इन टू ट्यून्स वी विल चैंट इन द सिंपल ट्यून व्हिच इज लाइक द ब्रह्म संहिता व्हिच यू माइट बी अवेयर ऑफ फेमिलियर विथ सो जस्ट बिफोर वी प्रोसीड आई जस्ट वांट टू चेक द ऑडियो लेवल्स इफ एवरीथिंग इज ऑल राइट yeah i think it's all right no complaints so welcome all of you hari krishna so we will proceed krishne tiyasya giritam so you repeat after me so i will like split up each line into two parts or two or three parts so that it is easy to repeat कृष्णे गिरी मनसाद्रिएत दीक्षास्ति चेत प्रणति चजतमीशुश्रूषया भजन विज्ञम निंदादिशून्य हृदमीप्सित संगलब्ध्या मनसाद्रिएत दीक्षास्ति चेत प्रणतिशंतमीशं शुश्रूषया भजन विज्ञमनन्यमन्यंदादिशून्य हृदमीप्सित संगलब्ध्या सो दिस कैन ऑल्सो बी चैंटेड इन अनदर ट्यून कृष्णे गिरी मनसाद्रिएत दीक्षास्ति चेत प्रणतिशंतमीशं शुश्रूषया भजन विज्ञमनन्यमन्यादिशून्य हृदमीप्सित संगलब्ध्या सो दिस इज अनदर ट्यून फॉर दिस दिस लुक्स अ लिटिल कॉम्प्लिकेटेड आई मीन दिस साउंड्स अ लिटिल कॉम्प्लिकेटेड एक्चुअली इट इज नॉट दैट कॉम्प्लिकेटेड मे बी अनदर टाइम वी कैन लर्न हाउ टू सिंग ऑल दीज वर्सेस so i have plans for that so for now we will proceed with the verse krishna the holy name of lord krishna iti das yasya of whom giri in the words of our speech tam him manasa by the mind adriyeta one must honor diksha initiation asti there is chet if pranati bhi by obeisances cha also भजंतम एंगेज्ड इन डिवोशनल सर्विस ईशम अंडू द सुप्रीम पर्सनालिटी ऑफ गॉड हेड 
Shushrushaya by practical service. Bhajana Vignam, one who is advanced in devotional service. Ananyam, without deviation. Anya Ninda Adi, of blasphemy of others, etc. Shunya, completely devoid. Hridam, whose heart. Ipsita, desirable. Sangha, association. Labdhya, by gaining. So, translation and purport by His Divine Grace A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Shri Prabhupada Kijai. Translation One should mentally honor the devotee who chants the holy name of Lord Krishna. One should offer humble obeisances to the devotee who has undergone spiritual initiation, Diksha, and is engaged in the worshipping the deity. And one should associate with and faithfully serve that pure devotee who is advanced in undeviated devotional service and whose heart is completely devoid of the propensity to criticize others. So, three things are mentioned, three, de- three types of dealings here. So, first thing is, one should mentally honor the devotee who chants the holy name of Lord Krishna. In our mind, we should always honor the person who is chanting the holy name of Krishna. Second, one should offer humble obeisances, that means pranatibhi, bow down. To the devotee who has undergone spiritual initiation, Diksha, and is engaged in worshipping the deity. This is the second. We have to pay physical obeisances. Not only mental, also physical. And is engaged in worshipping. So, and one should associate with and faithfully serve that pure devotee who is advanced in undeviated devotional service and whose heart is completely devoid of the propensity to criticize others. So, this is the third. So now, again, we will map the Sanskrit words to this English translation. We have seen the word to word, but again, the group of words which signify the first, the group of words words which signify the second, and the group of words which signify the third type of association. So, Krishneti yasya giritam manasadriyeta. So, manasadriyeta means respectful, uh, offer respects within our mind. So, manasa, manasa, manasa means by the mind. So, Adriyata means, like in Hindi also the word Adar, Adar means to respect, Adar means respect. So, Adriyata, same thing, Manas Adriyata, respect within the mind. So, Giri, Giri means, there are two, Giri means mountain, Giri also means the tongue, in the words or speech, Giri. So, there is, uh, what is that? Um, uh, what is that? Manasavacha. Actually, I, I, I forgot the verse. But there is um, Giri. Giri also means, uh, what is that? Words, speech. So, that is also called Vacha in Sanskrit. So, Giri, Tam, uh, whose speech? Tam means of his, him. See, yasya, of whom? Krishneti. So, Krishna iti. So, this the holy name of Krishna. So, the holy name of Krishna, if it is found in somebody's speech, we have to offer manasadriyeta. Krishneti yasya giritam manasadriyeta. So, the first uh, type of uh, dealing for the beginner devotee who is, you know, chanting, started to chant Krishna's name, 
or mentally honest. So that is the first line. Dikshasti chet pranatibhischa bhajantam isham. Bhajantam isham means one who is worshipping the Lord. Hmm. So worshipping the deity. Pranatibhish. Pranatibhi, pranati means, pranatibhi means uh, obeisances. Dikshasti, diksha means initiation. Asti means there is. So if he is initiated, chet, chet means if. So if he is initiated and he is worshipping the deities, bhajantamisham pranatibhish. Pranatibhi. Actually, it's pranatibhi. But then in uh, Sandhi, it will become pranatibhishcha. So like that. Then, shushrushaya bhajanavigyam ananyam anyaninda de shunyahradam ipsita sangalabdhya. Now, this has to be divided. So the third the third type of association is the last two lines. So, shushrushaya, we have to carefully serve. Now, if you see closely in the verse, there are hyphens here. There is hyphen here, there is hyphen here and here and here and so there are, you know there are three hyphens here and then there are two hyphens here. So that means those words which are grouped together with hyphen they should be taken as together. So bhajana vigyam, bhajana vigyam means what you see here one who is advanced in devotional service. Bhajana means devotional service and vigyam means one who is very much conversant with the science of devotional service. Um, bhajana vignam. So, the advanced devotee is qualified with these with these attributes. He is bhajana vignam. That means he is advanced in the science of devotional service, and he is uh, and ananyam. He is always engaged in such devotional service. Ananyam, anyam, um, anyam means uh, something else. Ananyam means without anything else. Hmm. So that means he is only doing devotional service. He is not doing anything. His only activity is devotional service. So that is another aspect of him. Ananyam without deviation. See, without deviating to another activity, he is always ananyam. Uh, he doesn't have any other occupation, just devotional service. So he is bhajanavigyam. He is very advanced in the science of devotional service. And he is actually always engaged in devotional service. And he is Anya Nindadi Shunya Hridam. This is all with hyphenated, uh, hyphenated with, between each um, word, between, between the words. So, Anya, Anya means others. Ninda Adi Shunya. So, Ninda means criticism. Uh, shunya, Ninda Adi means the blasphemy of others criticizing and you know other types of blasphemy so ninda adi shunya hridam shunya means zero that means ninda adi is zero in his heart hridam means heart so he he in his heart there is no propensity to criticize others so the, the propensity to criticize others is zero in his heart that is anya ninda adi shunya hridam Ipsita Sangalabdhya, see Ipsita means desirable, Sanga means association, Labdhya means by gaining. So he is, his uh, association is the most desirable. Hmm. So Labdhya means 
having gained his association we have to having gained association of such a person who is bhajana vigyam who is uh, bhajana vigyam ananyam and then anya nindadi shunya hridam so such a person having obtained labdhya his association sangalabdhya which is most desirable ipsita we have to do shushrushaya that means we have to carefully serve such a person so that is the meaning of this by practical service <clears throat> so three types of ad, uh, advancement of devotees and how we, we should deal with them so now we will go to the purport purport in order to intelligently apply the sixfold loving reciprocations mentioned in the previous verse one must select proper persons with careful discrimination so we have already learnt in the fourth verse of the nectar of instruction on the sixfold loving reciprocations what are they dadati pratigrahanati guhyamakhyati prichhati bhungte bhojayate so these are the six what are they um dadati gives giving in charity pratigrahanadi uh, accepting charitable gifts from devotees um guhyam akhyati explaining confidential subjects this explaining confidential subjects only a a person who is more knowledgeable in the devotional service he can do it uh, a person who does not know much he can explain whatever he knows um, but a person who knows more he can explain to the person who knows less so the person who knows less he must prichhati so guhyam akhyati means explaining the confidential subjects and prichhati means one who is enquiring about the confidential subjects and bhungte uh, to accept prasad offered by the devotees and then bhojayate bhungte bhojayate so we we offer prasadam to the devotees and then we accept prasadam offered by the devotees so in this way the um, relationships between devotees can be nurtured now here he is saying in order to intelligently apply the sixfold loving reciprocations mentioned in the previous verse one must select proper persons with careful discrimination shrila rupa goswami therefore advises that we should meet with the vaishnavas in an appropriate way according to their particular status in this verse he tells us how to deal with three types of devotees the kanishtha adhikari madhyama adhikari and uttama adhikari the kanishtha adhikari is a neophyte who has received the harinam initiation from the from the spiritual master and is trying to chant the holy name of krishna one should respect such a person within his mind as a kanishtha vaishnava a madhyama adhikari has received spiritual initiation from the spiritual master and has been fully engaged by him in the transcendental loving service of the lord the madhyama adhikari should be considered to be situated midway in the in devotional service the uttama adhikari or highest devotee is one who is very advanced in devotional service an uttama adhikari is not interested in blaspheming others his heart is completely clean and he has attained the realized state of unalloyed krishna consciousness according to shri rupa goswami the association and, and service of such a mahabhagavata or perfect vaishnava are most desirable 
we have already seen the three stages of devotional service, uh, three stages of devotees. We will go through them again and with a little more detail. So, this is from the 11th canto, second chapter, 45th verse. Shri Haviruvacha Sarvabhuteshu Yahapashyad Bhagavad Bhavamatmanaha Bhuteshu Bhutani Bhagavatyatmani Esha Bhagavatottamaha. The most advanced devotee can see within everything the soul of all souls, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Shri Krishna. Consequently, he sees systematically everything in relation to the Supreme Lord and understands that everything that exists is eternally situated within the Lord. So, he is always Krishna conscious and he is absorbed in Krishna all the, all the time. Now, the second class devotee is explained in the next verse as Ishwaretad Adhineshu Balisheshu Dvishat Sucha Prema Maitri Kripopeksha Yahkaroti Samadhyamaha an intermediate or second class devotee called Madhyama Adhikari offers his love to the Supreme Personality of Godhead. So, he does four things. Offers his love to the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Is a sincere friend to all the devotees of the Lord. Shows mercy to ignorant people who are innocent and disregards those who are envious of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. So, he has four different types of dealings. Trying to attain his love for the Lord by engaging in his, in his devotional service according to the instruction of the spiritual master. Then, making friendships with devotees, being compassionate on innocent people and giving them, what does the devotee give? Harinam, that means the holy name of Krishna, the knowledge of Krishna and Krishna Prasadam. In this way, he contributes um, to the <coughs> innocent people. And the envious people, especially envious of uh, Krishna and his devotees, then he will ignore that per those persons, neglect, disregard. <coughs> he will not deal with them. So, this is second class devotee. So, then the third class devotee is in, described in the next verse, 11 to 47. Archayame vaharaye pujam yahashradhaye hate natad bhakte shuchanyeshu sabhaktaha prakritaha smritaha. A devotee who faithfully engages in the worship of the deity in the temple but does not behave properly toward other devotees or people in general is called a prakrita bhakta, a materialistic devotee and is considered to be in the lowest position. <coughs> so, this is a third class devotee. So, we have already um, understood what kind of behavior his is. He sometimes, he doesn't maybe, he does not know how to show compassion to the innocent. He is learning. If he is sincere, he will eventually uh, go to the second class platform and eventually to the first class platform. Uh, but if he is not careful, he can fall away easily also. So, that is the third class. So, in the ninth chapter, third verse of Bhagavad Gita in the purport, Srila Prabhupada mentions that a third class devotee may fall down, but a first class and second class devotee, they won't fall down. So, a third class devotee's faith is uh, not completely strong yet. He is gaining. 
but if he keeps association of devotees and keeps strong association uh, then he will eventually his faith will increase and he will be, he will also become a preacher so a second class devotee is a preacher he preaches preaching means these things these four things Friend, um, devotional service to the lord friendly relations with devotees uh, showing compassion to the um, innocent and neglecting the envious so he knows how to deal with different kinds of uh, the lord and the devotees and the people in general but those who are not experienced they may be sometimes overly friendly to um, people who are not so interested in devotional service and he may be inimical to those who are actually interested in devotional service and also maybe devotees uh, sometimes he may be inimical with devotees also so these things and he may be very nice to non devotees so <laughs> prabhupad said a devotee should be like a lamb in the temple lamb means very meek and humble you know lamb and outside when he is preaching he should be like a simha like a lion but if one is like a lion in the temple and like a lamb outside uh, that means he is actually not humble yeah, there's a false humility just showing his humble outside but within devotees he is all you know he is like a simha like a lion uh, always very angry this that so outside when we are preaching we have to be like simha means not just simply like you know we have to devour everybody but simha is uh, the symbol is fearlessness fearlessly one must preach one must be confident and fearless in preaching so that's how we must be preaching but if one is very audacious in the temple and then he is very meek and humble outside so that is uh, not a good sign so we have to change that so this same verse archayam this third class devotee is is translated by shri prabhupada in a different way in the chaitanya charitamrita in the madhyalila chapter 22 text 74 um, same verse archayameva hareye poojam yah shraddhaye hate natad bhakteshu chanyeshu sabhaktah prakritah smritah a prakrita bhakta or materialistic devotee this is the third class devotee does not purposefully study the shastra and try to understand the actual standard of pure devotional service this is another feature of the third class devotee he does not carefully or purposefully study the shastra and try to understand the actual standard of pure devotional service hmm. consequently he does not show proper respect to advanced devotees he may however follow the regulative principles uh, krishna learn from his spiritual master he may however follow the regulative principles learned from his spiritual master or from his family who worships the deity hmm. he is to be considered on the material platform although he is trying to advance in devotional service such a person is a bhakta praya neophyte devotee or bhakta abhas for he is a little enlightened by vaishnava philosophy he knows a little bit of philosophy but he is not does not show proper respect to advanced devotees and he may have learned a little bit you know about the regulative principles from his spiritual master or from his family who worships the deity but and he does not you know purposefully study the shastra he does not spend time reading the books and trying to understand the actual standard of devotional service like even vaishnava etiquette why we say vaishnava etiquette the normal rules of etiquette fall apart when we compare them to vaishnava etiquette uh, especially if you read um, books like chaitanya charitamrita and like that 
So especially Chaitanya Charitamrita, we will understand that Vaishnava etiquette is not the same as ordinary etiquette, although some sometimes it may overlap. So for example, like um, chastisement is one aspect of it. So chastisement, when a senior devotee chastises a junior devotee, for a proper reason of course, it's not, it should not be unreasonable. Um, how would, um, in, a, in an ordinary setting, if it's not Vaishnava dealings, it's just ordinary people, the chastisement may not be as welcome and it may be considered rude or maybe not proper. Like for example, I will give you an example from Chaitanya Leela. So Nityananda Prabhu, he kicked, actually this happened. So um, I have described this many times, but I will explain again. So every year there is Rathyatra uh, festival in the Jagannathpuri and Chaitanya Mahaprabhu stays in Jagannathpuri. And all the devotees from Bengal, from West Bengal and Bangladesh, that area, the Gaudiya Vaishnavas, they used to come every year and participate in the Rathayatra ceremony with Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And after spending some time with him, they will go back to their places again, uh, to their families. So, um, one time, so Nityananda Prabhu also was one of them, from who, who always used to come from Bengal. So, Shivananda Sena, uh, one of the very uh, exalted devotees, associates of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So, he is the one who leads the entire party of devotees. Just like when we have a pilgrimage here, we have in our temple, we have Subala Prabhu who arranges the whole pilgrimage and he takes all the devotees to all the holy places. So, like that, uh, among the Bengal Vaishnavas, uh, the Shivananda Sena, he used to take all the devotees from Bengal and he uh, brings them to uh, Jagannath Puri and he takes care of their transport, their, their accommodation, everything. So, at one uh, one year when he was coming, so there was some um, delay at the toll gate at the border. So, he said, uh, alright, you all go ahead, I will pay this toll and come. So, it was already nightfall, going to be nightfall by then <coughs> and it became longer than usual and he had to stay until late night and therefore, he and the next morning he went and in the meantime, the whole night, all the devotees from Bengal, not just a few devotees, many, many hundreds of devotees. So, they were all stranded there without proper accommodation and Shivananda Sena was not there to arrange everything. He was stuck at the toll gate. So, in this way, Nityananda Prabhu was also there, one of them and all the devotees were put into inconvenience. So, it was not, uh, he did not plan to do that, it just happened. Now, uh, Sivananda Sena's wife and three sons, uh, they were all there. They also went in that party. And Nityananda Prabhu, with anger, he was angry at Sivananda Sena. Why, why is he taking so long to come? Um, and, um, you know, th- this is completely against, uh, you know, Vaishnava etiquette. Uh, what is this? He has not provided me any accommodation. Then he saw Sivananda's wife and the ch- three sons. I curse that all these three sons will die because of this offence of Shivananda Sena. Then the Shivananda Sena's wife was started crying and she was crying. So, the whole night she couldn't sleep. The next morning, uh, Shivananda Sena happened to come and he was very <coughs> feeling very bad that he did not, could not properly arrange everything for the Vaishnavas. <coughs> so, um, 
immediately when when he came then his wife quickly ran to him and crying she said oh nitananda prabhu has cursed he has become angry that you have not uh, arranged accommodation and he cursed our sons to die and she was crying then he scolded her what foolish woman you are huh? why are you crying usually what a man would do now who is this you know who is how can he curse like this he doesn't know or what i am agosta I, i did not plan this i did not um, purposely put him there you know he did not argue <laughs> ordinary person would do that you know it's not my fault you know it, it happened by i mean it's not within my control what can i do so they, he will argue his way out but you see how shivananda sena this is vaishnava etiquette that's why it doesn't match exactly with normal rules of etiquette of this world so he immediately chastised his wife so what nonsense woman are you huh? why are you crying why only our three sons we all we both also should die because of having offended nityananda prabhu uh, nityananda prabhu is balram himself and we did not offer him a proper uh, reception and this is our fault we have created a gra- grave offense and none of us even deserve to live anymore you see the the difference and so nityananda prabhu did that it it is seemingly very cruel how can he do this you know how can nityananda prabhu the lord supposed to be very humble and you know very uh, how can he behave like this you know you may ask but you see how the lord is glorifying the devotee by this activity so um so this is what happened so then immediately shivananda sena ran to nityananda prabhu so please forgive me you know i have done a grave mistake i have did not um, you know i could not arrange for proper accommodation please forgive me then nityananda prabhu kicked him on his chest kicked him hard so that he, he fell down shivananda sena fell down he has it was not his mistake his sons his sons were cursed nityananda prabhu and wife was crying he scolded the wife and then he went to nityananda prabhu begged for apology and nityananda prabhu hit him kicked him and he fell down but you see what shivananda sena did, did next he got up and he started dancing today the lord nityananda whose feet is even lord brahma cannot get the imprints of his feet on his helmet but those feet have imprinted uh, have, have touched this useless body of this offender shivananda sena how merciful is nityananda that with his feet he has kicked he has forcibly kicked whereas great devotees they aspire so great they do great tapasya to achieve the shelter at his lotus feet but without me asking even though i was an offender to him he out of his own accord he benedicted me with the touch of his lotus feet and today i have attained complete success of my whatever i have done whatever the devotional service i have done today i have achieved success and in this way he was dancing and he was dancing in ecstasy he did not care whether his sons were cursed he was cursed or he was nityananda has nityananda prabhu has shown his mercy in this way and then you know nityananda prabhu embraced him you know of course his three sons did not die so this is how nityananda prabhu did this past time to glorify the devotee to just show the greatness of shivananda sena otherwise who would know about how great shivananda sena was huh? so but by doing this uh, the 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 character of shivananda sena shone so brightly so the the devotee is always eager to glorify the lord and the lord always is eager to glorify the devotee but in such glorification it may come in a very very odd way like what nityananda prabhu did so this is vaishnava etiquette so how shivananda sena took that chastisement of lord nityananda 
that we have to learn from that and often times we get lost when we are you know chastised it's easy to lose our cool but this is where you know we need to remember all these things and uh, come back to normal so within association of devotees it is very important how to take everything therefore chaitanya charitamrita is the encyclopedia of vaishnava etiquette in you know these three types of vaishnavas is there you know three three types of dealings right this is a very concise way but what in what if what if this situation happened what if that situation happened what if this situation happened with a senior devotee what if this situation happened with a junior devotee all these examples are to be found in chaitanya charitamrita this is why we have to read chaitanya charitamrita not just read it but try to understand what would i have done here uh, you see how different it is here in the in the vaishnava dealings so this is why how we have to read chaitanya charitamrita and learn about vaishnava dealings in much more in depth manner mm. this is just one example i have given so many examples are there innumerable examples so we have to understand like this so you see he has um explained the the third class devotee in this way he does not show proper respect he does not study the study the shastra so if you don't study the shastra like chaitanya charitamrita for example or even bhagavatam or bhagavad gita we don't we will not understand all these nuances we will just live like a materialistic person we we understand materialistic etiquette but we will never understand vaishnava etiquette um, and therefore this is why actually many devotees fall away because somehow or other by good fortune they have come into the association of devotees but while staying in the association of devotees they commit offenses and this is why they leave and this is exactly why we have to be very very careful in understanding this vaishnava etiquette and reading from the shastra every time that's why we have to read we have to understand these in depth meanings oh how can the devotee shout at me like this you know this that. i can easily say that this is this is the pakkam pakka you know materialistic devotee so i should i should always take it in a different way i should understand the nuances of vaishnava etiquette so so this is vaishnava another uh, example another feature sorry of a neophyte devotee or an you know not advanced devotee so there are a few more verses three more verses so this is kanto 3 chapter 29 text 8 abhisandhaya yohimsam dambham matsaryameva samrambhi bhinna drigbhavam mai kuriyat satamasah devotional service executed by a person who is envious proud violent and angry and who is a separatist is considered to be in the mode of darkness so you see now this is you see tamasaha means in the mode of ignorance or darkness so there is devotional service in the mode of goodness passion and ignorance and all of these are third class devotees all of these we will go through one by one you see this is in the lowest ignorance um so first thing he has all these bad qualities so when a person comes to devotional service it's not immediately he will have all good qualities no gradually as he gets trained more and more as he reads more and more as he performs devotional service in the association of devotees slowly he will improve in his character it's not that overnight he will change completely no so one who has <coughs> all these 
negative qualities, tamasic qualities. <coughs> who is envious of other devotees, proud, violent and angry. So, they may also, these kind of people also may come to devotion service, right? And who is a separatist? What is a separatist? He doesn't like to be with devotees. He wants to be on his own. He wants to be always aloof from devotees. And also, a more important meaning of separatist means, he has a different agenda than pure devotional service. His agenda is to get glory, get fame, get adoration from devotees or to be envious or to scheme against them. He has not a, not the pure pure desire to serve in the association. He has all these unnecessary things, uh, separatist. And he has a different idea than, a spirit, than the spiritual master of, of what devotional service is. So, because of not understanding the whole thing properly. So, this is a devotee in the mode of ignorance. Then, The purports are also very important to read, but I will not read it now because uh, we will become it will become late. So this is in the mode of passion now. Three twenty nine nine. Vishayana bhisandhaya yasha aishvarya mevava archada varchaye diomam pritagbhava sarajasa pritagbhava pritag means again separatist. The worship of the deities in the temple by a separatist with a motive for material enjoyment, fame, and opulence is devotion in the mode of passion. So, he is also doing devotional service, but he wants to be known as a great devotee. He wants people, other devotees to respect him. He is better than them. You know, this kind of, you know, um, idea. And he criticizes other devotees in this way. So, this kind of attitude. So, he is also separatist. His agenda is also not pure devotional service. He has his contaminations. Therefore, he is also a separatist. This is in the mode of passion. And he wants fame, you know, like now in his con, many many of the sannyasis they wanted to become gurus without authorization. This is an this is a desire for fame, unnecessary. I mean, this is not the order is not there. They just concoct in their own way, and you know they just can't give up that intoxication of worship and intoxication of fame and adoration. They just cannot give up. So this is all separatist tendency. Separatist means your spiritual master said one thing, and you have a different opinion than that. That is a separatist. So, Srila Prabhupada has given us the, the Diksha system and they purposely want to change it adamantly. I mean, without so much has been already shown, but still they just don't want to budge. So, this is these are, this is a separatist men, mentality and it will create a complete ruin. Uh, I think there is a disaster in the life. Mm, yeah, 7, 15, 26 and 27, I think it's 27, this purport. The spiritual master is as good as the supreme personality of Godhead. And therefore, one who is very serious about advancement must regard the spiritual master in this way. Even a slight deviation from this understanding can create disaster in the disciples' Vedic studies and austerities. This is in the 7, 15, 27 purport. You see this? Spiritual master is as good as Krishna and who is very serious, anyone who is very serious must regard the spiritual master in that way. 
Even a slight deviation from this understanding can create disaster in the disciples' Vedic studies and austerities. Disaster is the word. You know, so, whatever the spiritual master says, it's gospel truth. It's gospel truth, un, undeniable truth. <coughs> so, to kind of uh, do contemplation on the order of the spiritual master, that is prohibited. To consider, you know, that, that's explained in the Chaitanya Charitamrita in the tenth chapter, uh, Madhilila tenth chapter also. But we will keep to this uh, line of discussion. <coughs> so going on, you see Bhinnadhrik. The Sanskrit words in this connection, Bhinnadhrik and Prithak Bhava. A separatist is one who sees and his interest as separate from that of the Supreme Lord. The Supreme Lord's interest is that he wants, he he is enjoying. And we have, our interest should be that we have to cooperate in his enjoyment. That is the whole thing. But if we have another desire, if we don't want to cooperate with his enjoyment, but I have my own plan of enjoyment while doing devotional service, that is Prithak Bhava. I am engaged in devotional service officially, but my desires is something else than to cooperate with the Lord. Mixed devotees or devotees in the modes of passion and ignorance think that the interest of the Supreme Lord is supplying the orders of the devotee. The interest of such devotees is to draw from the Lord as much as possible for their sense gratification. This is the separatist mentality. A devotee should not wish anything but to execute the desire of the Supreme. That is oneness. So anyway, now we will go. Next. Karma nirhanam nirharam uddishya parasminvatadarpanam yajed yashtavya mitiva prithak bhava cha satvikaha. Again prithak bhava, separatist. But here it is satvika, the, the mode of goodness, devotional service in the mode of goodness, still it is prithak bhava. Prithak bhava means separatist. You see what he has. When a devotee worships the Supreme Personality of Godhead and offers the results of his activities, in order to free himself from the inabilities of fruitive activities, his devotion is in the mode of goodness. So, he is also doing devotional service, but he wants to get rid of his karma. He wants to get moksha. He wants to free himself from the inabilities of fruitive activities. Uh, so, his devotion is in the mode of goodness. So, he is also is not a pure, uh, what is that, desire to serve Krishna. He is serving Krishna so that his, his papa can be, you know, like Krishna said, Sarva Papa Bhyo Moksha Shami Masucha. I will rid you of all sinful reactions and I will give you moksha and I will give you liberation. So he wants that from the Lord. So again, he wants something. Mukti Kami. So there is a nice description actually in the first chapter of the. Okay, let me see. First chapter of the. Chaitanya Charita Amrita. Yes, so here uh, Adilila 1.91, the Dharma 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 Projita Kaitavotra Parama Nirmatsaranam Satam. This verse is quoted. That means especially the first line. Dharma Projita Kaitavotra Parama Nirmatsaranam Satam. So in this Bhagavatam Pro um, Kaitava Dharma. Kaitava means cheating. Dharma, cheating types of religion is ujjhita means thrown out. Projhita means like completely thrown out. Pra ujjhita, projhita. So, completely thrown out. 
Now, in the next verse, there is a very nice explanation by Sridhar Swami. Uh, uh, this is of, of course um, uh, Bengali after this. So, the, you see this Tarumadhe Mokshavancha Kaitava Pradhan Jaha Hoyte Krishna Bhakti Hoy Antardhan. You see the foremost process of cheating. See, the cheating religion is Dharma Artha Kama Moksha because in all these things there is a desire to be obtained from the Lord there is a desire to obtain something from the Lord so in Dharma in Artha in Kama in Moksha so it is not pure devotion just whatever Krishna wants no it is not that I want something Dharma Artha Kama Moksha so it is impure that's why these four are classified as, classified as Kaitava Dharma and here it is said of, of these four Dharma Artha Kama Moksha you see Tarmadhyam Mokshavancha Kaitav Pradhan. The worst of all is, is Mokshavancha. It looks the other way, right? Moksha is, is, is better than Dharmartha Kama. But you see why? The foremost process of cheating is to desire to achieve liberation by merging into the Supreme. Especially, so liberation also there are five types. There is Salokya, Sarshti, Samipya, Sarupya, Ekatva or Sayujya. So, there are the five types of liberation. So, out of the five, four types are where a devotee will go to the kingdom of God and serve the Lord there. But the fifth one, Sayujya or Ekatva, is to merge in the effulgence of the Lord and remain as a particle in the spiritual sky. There is no service there. Just hanging in there. And with eventually, if he does not get any association of pure devotees in the spiritual sky, then eventually he will fall down again to the material world. If by chance he gets association of devotees and he becomes and living by that, then he is admitted into the Vaikuntha planets. We cannot enter the Vaikuntha planet without being a devotee. So therefore it is said the foremost process of cheating is to desire to achieve liberation by merging into the Supreme. For this causes the permanent disappearance of loving service to Krishna. What is that? Antardhan. Jaha hoite Krishna bhakti hoi antardhan means disappear. Hmm. Now, you see this, this is by Sridhar Swami. Pra Shabdena Moksha Mokshabhi Sandhir Api Nirastaha Iti. The prefix pra, you know, dharma projita, pra ujhita. That pra ujhita. Ujhita means to be kicked out. Pra means like completely kicked out. So Prakrishta Rupena, that means it is in, in, in especially like with great emphasis added. So, the prefix pra in the verse from Srimad Bhagavatam indicates that the desire for liberation is completely rejected uh, in Bhagavatam. It is more than liberation, it is love of God, it is far higher than liberation. So, when a devotee is in that uh, consciousness, um, that is contaminated. So, a sattvika. When we see uh, the Sattvika, this is Prithak Bhavacha Sattvika. When a devotee worships the Supreme Personality of Godhead and offers the result of his activities, in order to free himself from the inabilities of fruitive activities, his devotion is in the mode of goodness. So, he is still wanting something. He wanted to free himself. But now, the next verse, 
ಮದ್ಗುಣ ಶ್ರುತಿ ಮಾತ್ರೇಣ ಮಯಿ ಸರ್ವ ಸರ್ವಗುಹಾಶೆಯೇ ಮನೋಗತಿರ್ ಅವಿಚ್ಛಿನ್ನ ಯಥಾ ಗಂಗಾಂಭ ಸೋಂಬುಧಾವೋ ಯಥಾ ಗಂಗಾಂಭ ಸೋಂಬುಧಾವೋ ಲಕ್ಷಣ ಭಕ್ತಿಯೋಗಸ್ಯ ನಿರ್ಗುಣಸ್ಯ ಹ್ಯುದಾಹೃತ ಅಹೈತುಕ್ಯ ಅವ್ಯವಹಿತ ಯಾ ಭಕ್ತಿ ಪುರುಷೋತ್ತಮೇ ದಿಸ್ ಇಸ್ ಪ್ಯೋರ್ ಡಿವೋಷನಲ್ ಸರ್ವಿಸ್ ದ ಮ್ಯಾನಿಫೆಸ್ಟೇಷನ್ ಆಫ್ ಅನ್ ಅಡಲ್ಟರೇಟೆಡ್ ಡಿವೋಷನಲ್ ಸರ್ವಿಸ್ is exhibited when one's mind is at once attracted to hearing the transcendental name and qualities of the supreme personality of godhead who is residing in everyone's heart just as the water of the ganges or ganga flow naturally down towards the ocean such devotional ecstasy uninterrupted by any material condition flows towards the supreme lord this is pure devotional service so all the three discussed earlier are prakrita bhaktas they are not pure uh, they are not even second class yet they have something to gain whereas the second class devotee ishvare um, what is that prema ishvare prema uh, ishvare tad adhineshu balisheshu dvishat sucha prema so he knows that love of godhead is the uh, thing that i, I need to cultivate i do, i should not ask prema pumartho mahan ದಿಸ್ ಇಸ್ ಚೇತನ ಮಹಾಪ್ರಭೋರ್ ಮತಮಿದ ಚೈತನ್ಯ ಮಹಾಪ್ರಭುಸ್ ಮಿಷನ್ ಈಸ್ ಪ್ರೇಮಾಪುಮಾರ್ಥೋ ಮಹಾನ್ ಹೀಸ್ ಹೀಸ್ ಥಿಂಗ್ ಇಸ್ ರಿಜೆಕ್ಟಿಂಗ್ ದಿಸ್ ಫೋರ್ ವಾಟ್ ಇಸ್ ದಟ್ ಪುರುಷಾರ್ಥಸ್ ಪಂಚಮ ಪುರುಷಾರ್ಥ ದ ಫಿಫ್ತ್ ಪುರುಷಾರ್ಥ ದ ಫೋರ್ ಪುರುಷಾರ್ಥಸ್ ಮೀನ್ಸ್ ದ ಗೋಲ್ಸ್ ಆಫ್ ಹ್ಯೂಮನ್ ಲೈಫ್ ಸೊ ಧರ್ಮ ಅರ್ಥ ಕಾಮ ಮೋಕ್ಷ ರಿಲಿಜಿಯಾಸಿಟಿ ಧರ್ಮ ಮೀನ್ಸ್ ರಿಲಿಜಿಯಾಸಿಟಿ ಅರ್ಥ ಮೀನ್ಸ್ ಇಕನಾಮಿಕ್ ಡೆವಲಪ್ಮೆಂಟ್ ಕಾಮ ಮೀನ್ಸ್ ಸೆನ್ಸ್ ಗ್ರಾಟಿಫಿಕೇಶನ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಮೋಕ್ಷ ಮೀನ್ಸ್ ಲಿಬರೇಷನ್ ಬಟ್ ಪ್ರೇಮ ಪುಮಾರ್ಥ ಮಹಾನ್ ಪ್ರೇಮ ಪಂಚಮ ಪುರುಷಾರ್ಥ ಇಸ್ ಅ ಫಿಫ್ತ್ ಗೋಲ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಆ್ಯಕ್ಚುಲಿ ದ ಹೈಯೆಸ್ಟ್ ದ ರಿಯಲ್ ಗೋಲ್ ಆಫ್ ದ ಹ್ಯೂಮನ್ ಬೀಯಿಂಗ್ ಶುಡ್ ಬಿ ಟು ಅಚೀವ್ ದ ಲವ್ ಆಫ್ ಗಾಡ್ ಹೆಡ್ ಸೊ ಈಶ್ವರೇ ಪ್ರೇಮ ಸೊ ದ ಸೆಕೆಂಡ್ ಕ್ಲಾಸ್ ಡಿವೋಟಿ he tries to cultivate prema or love for supreme personality of god godhead he understands that i should not take anything from the lord uh, so a second class devotee he is already on the these three he does not uh, do devotional service in the three modes he does devotional service in the transcendental mode uh, shuddha sattva so that's why the second class devotee does not fall down the first class devotee is no chance of falling down but the third class devotee because he always wants something he always has an interest separate from the lord krishna bhairmoka bhogavan chagre nikatastha mayatare jhapati adhare so once he is he is turning a bit away from krishna maya is just waiting and waiting and then the opportune moment starts uh, appears one punch finish knockout <laughs> like in a boxing match you know you know the boxer will you know try to when there is a small opening then he will just punch and in a split second the person is knocked out on the floor so like that uh, the maya is just waiting waiting and then one one slight inattention that's it one uppercut finish knocked out so <laughs> that's how maya is so that's why a third class devotee can fall down so we have to be very careful rise ourselves i mean uh, pick up ourselves and always try to advance and very carefully avoid the offenses so that we slowly smoothly go to the second class platform and by krishna's grace first class platform that is upon krishna but at least prabhupada said don't remain in the third class come to at least the second class uh, 
So, going back. So, that is the Kanishtha Adhikari. Okay. The Kanishtha Adhikari is a neophyte who has received the Harinam initiation from the spiritual master and is trying to chant the holy name of Krishna. One should respect such a person within his mind as a Kanishtha Vaishnava. A Madhyama Adhikari has received spiritual initiation from the spiritual master and has been fully engaged by him in the transcendental service of the Lord. The Madhyama Adhikari should be considered to be situated midway. The Uttama Adhikari or highest devotee is one who is very advanced in devotional service. An Uttama Adhikari is not interested in blaspheming others. His heart is completely clean and he has attained the realized state of unalloyed Krishna consciousness. According to Srila Rupa Goswami, the association and service of such a Mahabhagavat, Mahabhagavata means the topmost devotee or perfect Vaishnava are most desirable. <coughs> now, we see sometimes Srila Prabhupada, he criticizes uh, Mayavadis, he criticizes sometimes even his god brothers who went, you know, who were envious. Um, so, why is he criticizing? He is Uttamadhikari. So, criticism means when there is nothing to be criticized, simply find some fault. Fault finding. Um, so, that is criticism. That is the criticism that is condemned. But a spiritual master, he shows, he criticizes that which is against the service of the Lord. And he, and he does, enlightens the disciples on what is actually the correct um, devotional service of the Lord. Even Srila Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur heavily criticized the Apasampradayas, that means the pseudo-devotees who were so-called making a show of devotional service and with all, you know, um, association with women and everything, having illicit sex and sometimes eating meat also. So, he criticized, Bhaktivinoda Thakur also criticized this kind of nonsense devotion. And even Gaurgishwa Das Babaji, Jagannath Das Babaji, Vishwana Chakravati Thakur, even Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, uh, Dushtajana, uh, what is that? Shikshaka, Nyasikula Nayaka, uh, Dushtajana Shikshaka. So, um, actually, I, I'm, maybe I'm getting the word wrong. Nyasikula Nayaka is correct. Dushtajana, uh, something. He, he is the chastiser of the, uh, like, you know, um, what is that? Um, imperfect devotion or false devotion. Uh, those who do that, he is a heavy chastiser of it. Uh, in, like Chota Haridas, just little bit, he saw a beautiful woman only. That's it, he rejected him for the rest of his life. He committed suicide. Even then, he, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu said, very good. Again, another example of Vaishnava etiquette. You see how Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was so cold. Chota Haridas was such a dedicated devotee, nothing wrong with him. Just one small mistake he did. But you see, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu rejected him. He wanted to show the utmost example of a seriousness of Vaishnava especially the Sanyas Ashram. So, it's not a joke. So, he wanted to show the seriousness of Sanyas Ashram so that in the future, nobody would uh, get the message in any other way than that. So, uh, so these consequences of the behaviors of uh, Vaishnavas and Acharya is very difficult to comprehend in the moment sometimes. That's why there is a, uh, there is a verse, Vaishnavair Kriya Mudra Vigyahana Bujhai. Vaishnavar Kriya Mudra Vijnana Bujhai. Actually, the verse is a different way, but Prabhupada always say like this Vaishnavar Kriya Mudra Vijnana Bujhai. Maybe we can do a search. So, that means, in other words, what it means is, an intelligent person cannot understand the ideas of a Vaishnava. 
They cannot understand. It's very, very confusing sometimes. Jrad Kathora, Kusumad Pikamala. The devotee is sometimes harder than the thunder. Thunderbolt is extremely hard. It can break rocks and mountains. You know, thunderbolt. So, his devotee is sometimes Vajrada Pikathora, Kusumada Pikamala. Softer than those sometimes. And sometimes harder than the thunderbolt. These are two extreme aspects of devotee. But they are not directory. They are meaningful. Vigneha na bujhaya. Uh, this is a uh, bit weird. I see. Big Aha. Let's wait for that. <coughs> it's taking much longer than usual. Uh, See now it. This is explained that it is very hard to understand. We need to uh, understand these things from the examples that are all in. The example. Chapter 23, verse 20, 39. So, here, this is how the verses. Jarite Krishna Prema Koraya Udoye Tarakya Kriyamra Vigyahan Hoy. So, Prabhupada just shortened it. Say Vaishnavudra Vigyahana Bujhoy. Same thing. So, Jarite Prema Koraya Udoye Tarakya Mudra Vigyahana Bujhoy. So, the meaning is, even the most learned man cannot understand the words, activities, symptoms of a person situated in love Godhead. Hmm. This is the point. So, the platform the, the, etiquette based is far above consideration of materialist etiquette. So, going ahead. So, now, an Uttama Adhika when he criticizes them, it is to show us what is the right path, what is not the right path, what is correct thing to do, what is not correct thing to do. That is not criticism. Criticism is when there is no fault, then you find fault in that thing. That is nin. But when there is something actually fault, and of course there are ways to correct it, not simply, you know, get on the case. But then, when somebody is hopelessly um, incorrigible, then others have to be saved from such misleads. And for that reason, uh, the, the spiritual master or the advanced devotee, he will point out the pitfalls or the, the dangerous, uh, you know, misleading that can happen within that association. That is not Ninda, that is just honesty. So now, uh, but otherwise, there should be no propensity. In fact, like Srila Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur said, don't pry on the faults of others. Uh, just check yourself uh, whether I am free from, you know, I am doing my sadhana properly. Am I free from desire for fame and adoration and all these things? Am I chanting attentively, reading Srila Prabhupada's, am I understanding the devotional service? And am I, am I serving Vaishnavas properly? Am I doing all my seva without aparad? What, what can I correct in myself first? 
rather than you know um, always meditating on the faults of others uh, so that is that should always be the the the, the default mode of thinking of the devotee uh, only when there is preaching when there is a need to explain what is correct and what is wrong then yes you have we have to mention truthfully what is what but not in a mood of blasphemy and swami and sumat are perfect most desirable one should not remain adhikari one should not remain a third class devotee one who is situated on the lowest plane of devotional service and is interested only in worshiping the deity temple such a devotee is described in the 11th canto of shrimad bhagavatam archayam archayam eva we have already read this poojam yashraddhaye hate natat bhakteshu chanyeshu sabhakta prakrita smrta so you see one who is situated one should not remain a kanishtha adhikari who is interested only in worshiping the deity in the temple he does not give much attention to preaching no yes i know prabhupada called this belling you know belling prabhupada <laughs> used uh, he coined a word actually i think i'll take that out it's quite hilarious sometimes when he uses that word he calls it belling belling means you know ring the bell <laughs> this uh, software suddenly it was all right until now but now it has become terribly slow as very well to work like this okay i think we will get to a course of prabhupad you see how he describes this third class devotee who is just interested in worshiping the deity you see belling <laughs> You see, he says, Shri Prabhupada says, just like that, we do not engage only in temple worship, but there must be program for hearing Bhagavad Gita, Srimad Bhagavatam, the signs of God. Otherwise, after some time, simply if you ring bell, after time you will be disgusted and the whole thing will be lost as it has become now in India. No. If you, if you simply ring the bell, ting, 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 after some time you are disgusted, you know, throw it. No, that's what will happen. <laughs> there was no instruction about krishna consciousness any people what is actually in india wherever the hindu temples mostly have come like this no signs of been explained no bhagavad gita classes from bhagavatam classes nothing simply ringing the bell hmm? there was no instruction about krishna consciousness they are simply attached to the temple and belling <laughs> and now it is now zero devotion is zero belling now this belling is not proper uh, <laughs> coin this term but this is not what we should be uh, interested in so we, of course bell there is there is a proper way to arti if you if you observe the arti one hand the bell is rung and another hand the arti is done so that is the proper procedure but if one sticks to only that and not preach then that is third class devotee hmm. so one has to raise from the position of kanishta adhikari to the platform of madhyama adhikari <coughs> saying we must rise to the platform of madhyama the madhyama adhikari is described in shrimad bhagavatam 11 to 46 in this way ivare tad adhineshu balisheshu dvishat sucha prema maitri kripa apeksha yah karoti samadhyamah the super personality of godhead has the highest object of love 
makes friends with the Lord's devotees, is merciful to the ignorant and avoids those who are envious by nature. This is the way to cultivate devotional ways properly. Therefore, in verse Shri Rupa Goswami has advised us how to treat various devotees. We can see from practical experience that there are different types of Vaishnavas. The Prakrita Sahajiyas generally chant the Hare Krishna Mahamantra, yet they are attached to women, money and intoxication. Although such persons may chant the holy name of the Lord, they are not yet properly purified. Such in one mind, but, but this should be avoided. Hmm. Those who are innocent, but simply carried away by bad association, should be shown favour, and if they are eager, sorry, should be shown favour if they are eager to receive proper instructions from pure devotees. But those neophyte devotees who are actually initiated by the bona fide spiritual master <coughs> and are seriously engaged in carrying out the orders of the spiritual master should be offered respectful obeisances. <coughs> so, this is how we have to associate. So, the, those who are innocent but simply, uh, what is that? Those who are innocent but simply carried away by bad association should be shown favor if they are eager to receive proper instructions. So, that has to be done and um, those who are actually initiated, they must be offered respectful obeisance. A chance is given to everyone without discrimination, caste, creed or color. Everyone is invited to join this movement, sit with us, take prasad and hear about Krishna. When we see that someone is actually interested in Krishna consciousness and wants to be initiated, we accept him as a disciple for the chanting of the holy name of the Lord. So, when a neophyte devotee is actually initiated and engaged in devotional service by the orders of the spiritual master, accepted as a born Vaishnava and obeisances should be offered unto him. Out of many such Vaishnavas, one may be found to be very seriously, um, see, out of many such Vaishnavas, one may be found to be very seriously engaged in the service of the Lord and strictly following all the regulative principles, chanting the prescribed number of rounds on Japa beads and always thinking of how to expand the Krishna consciousness movement. Such a Vaishnava should be accepted as an Uttama Adhikari a highly advanced devotee and his association should all. So, this is how we understand the devotee, different devotees. Pro by which a devotee is described in Charitamrita Antilila, chapter 4, text 192. Diksha kale bhakta kare atma samarpan. What is diksha? What is the ceremony diksha? So, when it's diksha kale, at the time of initiation, bhakta kare atma samarpan. He, the, the devotee, he offers himself, surrenders to the spiritual master and Krishna. Shekale Krishna Tare Kare Atma Sama. So, at the time of initiation, when a devotee fully surrenders to the service of the Lord, Krishna accepts him to be as good as he himself. That does not mean, oh, now I am initiated Prabhu, I am same as Krishna. Uh, that means he is a rascal. Immediately, he is a rascal of the first order. Um, he has to be, uh, Krishna accepts him, that is, our, that is his mercy, you know, not that I have actually become like Krishna now, you know, something like, initiation means liberation, no, initiation, you go and see the dictionary, it is start only, only starting. Yeah, initiation is explained in the Bhakti Sandarbha by Srila Jiva Goswami. Divyam Jnanam Yato Dadyat Kuriyat Papasya Sankshayam Tasma Dikshayati Dikshayati Saprokta uh, uh, one government and gradually becomes interested in spiritual life. Okay, this is one type of um, translation. So, divyam gyanam yato dadhyat. So, the spiritual master will give divyam gyanam. 
and kuriyat papasya sankshayam so divyam the di the di from here and i can select but ka from diksha so that is the meaning of diksha divyam gyanam yado tadyat kuriyat papasya sankshayam ksha ksha means end ending all the uh, papasya the resultant sinful activities sinful reactions that means at the time of initiation the the, um, the reactions of past sins are all taken by the spiritual master kuriyat papasya sankshayam divyam gyanam the spiritual master gives divyam gyanam chakshudan diloje janme janme prabhushe divya gyan hriday prakashita tasmat dikshayati sa prokta deshikais tatva koviday those who are advanced devotees they call this process the process of diksha Mm. we have to examine especially in europe and america many students who come to us from uh, rich and respectable families quickly lose all interest in material enjoyment and become very eager to enter into spiritual life although they come from very wealthy families exceptions are not very comfortable indeed for sake they are prepared to accept any living condition as long as they can live in the temple and associate with the vaishnavas so in the temple it is not law, you know like you know like nice hotel rooms and you know like nice bed and everything no you sleep on the floor uh, and everybody sleep you know so one devotee you know he was a new boy recently came uh, prabhu where is my room uh, room you are already in the room it was a dining hall you know so, <laughs> so and that is how we live so it is not like a private room for everybody you know like no it is not like that it's like a monastery so it is it is not very comfortable from materialistic point of view those who are used to having private room and private house and you know all this private space there's no such thing uh, so but prabhu is saying that all these europeans and americans they are used to very opulent living but they have now um, prepared to accept any living condition as long as they can live in the temple and associate with the vaishnavas when one becomes so disinterested in material enjoyment he becomes fit for initiation by the spiritual master for the advancement of spiritual life shrimad bhagavatam prescribes 6.1.13 tapasa brahmacharyena shamena cha damena cha tyagena satya saucabhyam yamena niyamena va there is a full verse so when a person is serious about accepting diksha he must be prepared to practice austerity celibacy and control of the mind and body this is diksha when a person is serious about accepting diksha that means he must be prepared to practice austerity you know, waking up in the morning everything celibacy and control of the mind and body all these things one must be serious about if one is so prepared and desirous of spiritual enlightenment divyam gyanam he is fit for being initiated divyam gyanam is technically called tadvigyana or knowledge about the supreme Mundaka Upanishad says, Tadvigyanartham sagurumeva bhigachet. When one is interested in the transcendental subject matter of the Absolute Truth, he should be initiated. Not that, if he is really interested in the subject matter, not only by philosophical understanding, but also practically, if he is serious about executing service, then he should be initiated. Such a person should approach the spirit to take the Shrimad Bhagavatam 11.3.21 also prescribes, Tasmad gurum prapadyeta jignasu shreya uttamam. when one is actually interested in the transcendental science of the absolute truth he should approach a spiritual master one should follow his instructions 
the Prabhu, I am now a disciple, but I don't follow the instruction, I don't make up for Mangalarti, I don't chant properly, I don't eat prasadam. What kind of disciple is this? Disciple means discipline. Shishya means shasan. Shasan means chastisement. We have to take chastisement from the Guru. Um, so, one should not accept a spiritual master without following his instructions. Nor should one accept a spiritual master just to make a fashionable show of spiritual life. I also have Guru. My Guru is this, you know. Just for show, like a pet animal, and he will tell the guru what to do. So that many actually many do that in, in rich circles. They have some kind of some guru who cannot tell anything to the disciple, and they will tell the guru what they want to do. One must be jigyasu, very much inquisitive to learn from the bona fide spiritual master. The inquiries one makes should strictly pertain to, to the transcendental science. Jigyasu shreya uttamam. The word uttamam refers to that which is above material knowledge. Tama means the darkness of this material world and Ut means transcendental. Uttama, transcendental to this darkness of the material world. Generally, people are inquiring of mundane subject matters. Uh, when one, But when one has lost such interest and is simply interested in transcendental subject matters, he is quite fit for being initiated. When one is actually initiated by the bona fide spiritual master and when he seriously engages in the service of the Lord, he should be ac- accepted as a Madhyama Adhikari Chanting of the holy names of Krishna so sublime that one chants the Hare Krishna Mahamantra offenselessly, carefully avoiding the ten offences, he can certainly be gradually elevated to the point of understanding that there is no difference between the holy name of the Lord and the Lord himself. See this. The chanting of the holy names of Krishna is so sublime that if one chants the Hare Krishna Mahamantra offenselessly, carefully avoiding the ten offences, he can certainly be gradually elevated to the point of understanding that there is no difference between the holy name of the Lord and the Lord himself. We have heard this many times. Abhinnatvan Namanami. No, there is no difference between the Lord and his name. But to actually realize it, that is a state which is very, very high. To actually come to the point of realization, completely realizing that point that There is no difference, yes, between the name of the Lord and the Lord himself. One who reads such a should be very much read by Neo devotees. One should know for certain that without chanting the name of the Lord, one cannot be a proper candidate for advancement in Krishna. Without chanting the holy name of the Lord offenselessly, one cannot be a proper candidate for advancement in Krishna consciousness. In Chaitanya Charitamrita, 22nd chapter 69th verse, it is said, Jahar Komal Shraddha Sheikh Anishthajan Krame Krame Teho Bhakta Hoibe Uttam Faith soft and pliable. Pliable means flexible. You can easily... It's not so strong and rigid. So one whose faith is soft and pliable is called neophyte. But by gradually following the process, he will rise to the platform of a first class devotee. We all start as neophytes. But we have to slowly increase. We have to advance. From your stage, but one properly finishes chanting the prescribed number of rounds of Harinam. Uh, properly finishes chanting. Not simply chanting like you know, like one machine. And then mind is here and there, everywhere. Uh, no. Properly chanting, attentively chanting, and not committing the ten offenses. That's what, therefore, we have to remember the ten offenses. So all devotees, please remember them. Mm. And carefully avoid them. <coughs> 
So everyone begins his devotional life from the neophyte stage and but if one properly finishes chanting the prescribed number of rounds of Harinam, he is elevated step by step to the highest platform Uttama Adhikari. The Krishna consciousness movement prescribes 16 rounds daily because <coughs> people in the western countries cannot concentrate for long periods while chanting on beads. Now we eastern people also are the same. Huh? As if eastern people can chant 64 rounds. No. See, the Krishna Consciousness Movement prescribes daily because people in the Western countries cannot concentrate for long periods while chanting on beads. Therefore, the minimum round number of rounds is prescribed. However, Srila Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur used to say that unless one chants at least 64 rounds of japa daily, eh, 100,000 names, he is considered fallen, patita. This is actual standard. If we think we are advanced, I am chanting nicely Prabhu. Where? 64 rounds. We saw 64 rounds, we have fallen. Um, so, according to his calculation, practically every one of us is fallen, but because we are trying to serve the Supreme Lord with all seriousness and without duplicity, we can expect the mercy of Lord Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, who is famous as Patit Pavan, the deliverer of the fallen. Even Chaitanya Mahaprabhu used to say in the Chaitanya Bhagavat, it is explained that I will only eat in the house of a Lakshapati. Like, you know, Karodpati. Karodpati means like a, you know, Karod means 10 million. In. So, Karodpati means like a millionaire. Uh, I will, uh, so, Lakshapati means like less than that, little bit. So, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu said, um, everybody was inviting Chaitanya Mahaprabhu to their house. You know, please come to my house, my house, my house. Uh, Lakshapati means 100,000. Laksha means 100,000. So, so, you know, he, then he said, no, I will only eat in the house of a Lakshapati. Then all the devotees were like, oh, then none of us, none of us are qualified. You know, we have just a few, few, um, a little bit only money. Uh, what? Then we all are not qualified. Then he said, no, I don't mean that Laksha. I mean the Laksha of everyday chanting Laksha names, 100,000 names, which is 64 rounds. That is the actual standard. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu himself said, I will eat in the house of a Lakshapati. That is there in the Chaitanya Bhagavat. Maybe somebody can take out this. This software is quite slow. I don't want to waste time. So, that is Chaitanya That is actual standard. And uh, even the six Goswamis, they used to chant 64 rounds. Of course, Haridas Thakur, 64 times 3, 192 rounds. 300,000 names daily. So, that is his wow. 300,000 M. So, 64 times 3, 192. So, but we are only 16 and that also we think, oh, it is a big thing, 16, 16 rounds. Prabhu, now I am chanting 12 rounds. You know, <laughs> we are happy. Oh, we are chanting 12 just, But just see, compare where we, where we stand compared to these exalted devotees. Hmm. But you see, but Prabhupada says, according to his calculation, according to Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur's calculation, practically every one of us is fallen, but because we are trying to serve the Supreme Lord with all seriousness and without duplicity, we can expect the mercy of Lord Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, who is famous as Patit Pavan, the deliverer of the fallen. Actually, even Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's standard is 64 rounds. But Prabhupada is saying like this. Actually, it's his humility. He is, it is him who has made it possible. Because Chaitanya Mahaprabhu said, I will eat only in the Lakshapati's house. And how, he will offer, how he will accept our offerings, how he will offer, you know, how we can do. But it's Prabhupada's mercy that 
he has requested the lord please take them even if they are chanting 16 rounds uh, then krishna cannot refuse chaitanya mahaprabhu cannot refuse so he is even more merciful not because he has reduced our rounds and you know saved us a lot of trouble no that is not why he is merciful he is merciful because even though we are so fallen actually we are no deserving candidates uh, to enter into devotional service but by shri prabhupada's mercy we are somehow being engaged in devotional service even if we are patita patita pavan and satyaraj when shrila satyaraj khan a great devotee of shri chaitanya mahaprabhu asked the lord how shrima could be recognized the lord replied prabhu kahe jar mukhe shuni ek bar krishna naam sei pujya shreshtha sabakar if one hears a person say even once the word krishna that person should be accepted as the best man out of the common group uh, uh, if among all people if somebody says krishna he he is better than all of them uh, like this if one hears a person so that is and then chaitratam to madhilila 15 chapter 106 verse lord chaitanya mahaprabhu continued Atayva jar mukhe ek krishna naam sheta vaishnav kariha tahar samman hmm. one who is interested in chanting the holy name of krishna or who by practice chant krishna's names should be accepted as a vaishnav and offered respects as such at least within one's mind so krishna driyata mukhe ek krishna naam even once one name of krishna Uh, he should be given the respect of a vaishnava so that is the first uh, line of the today's verse krishneti yasya giritam manasadriyeta so that is confirmed here by chaitanya mahaprabhu so for friends actually he is referring to george harrison here shri prabhupada is saying one of our friends famous institution has been attracted to chanting the holy names of krishna even in his records he has several times mentioned the holy name of krishna at his home he offers respects uh, respect to pictures of krishna and also to the preachers of krishna consciousness in all regards he has a very high estimation for krishna's name and krishna's activities therefore we offer respects to him without reservation for we are actually seeing that this gentleman is advancing gradually in krishna consciousness such a person should always be shown respect the conclusion is that anyone who is trying to advance in krishna consciousness by regularly chanting the regularly chanting the holy name should always be respected by vaishnavas so this was george harrison um even uh, he has to be shown respect although he was not completely uh, a devotee with following everything but he was had great respect for chanting and in fact he donated the whole manor which is now called bhakti vedanta manor it was his own manor uh, he 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 donated everything to prabhupad so so the conclusion is that anyone who is trying to advance in krishna consciousness by regularly chanting the holy name should always be respected by vaishnavas on the other hand we have witnessed that some of our contemporaries he is mentioning now his own god brothers what is a god brother god brother means one who is having the same spiritual master he is a god brother if two devotees are having the same spiritual master they both are god brothers so on the other hand we have witnessed that some of our contemporaries who are supposed to be great preachers have gradually fallen into the material conception of life because they have failed to chant the holy name of the lord so here he is criticizing you see we have learned that you know uh, devotee doesn't criticize but here he is showing this is not criticism this is a fact he is just mentioning a fact criticism is when it is not a fact and you just make it up and then find a fault and make a fault and then you know uh, that is called ninda 
But this actually happened. Some of his contemporaries, some of his god brothers, they were not interested in preaching. They did not. And when Prabhupada went to preach in the Western world, they were envious of him. Oh, how come he is successful? He was just a grihastha until yesterday, and now he is, you know, so successful. They were sannyasis from the very beginning, but they they did not. They could not do it, but he did it. And so they were they were envious of him. So and they were also polluting his disciples, Prabhupada's disciples, by taking them away from him and then reinitiating them and polluting their mind with bad ideas about Prabhupada. So in this way they were doing things like this. So he is mentioning them, you see, uh, who are supposed to be great preachers have gradually fallen into the material conception of life because they have failed to chant the holy name of the Lord. While giving instructions to Sanatan Goswami, Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu divided devotional service into three categories. Shastra Yukti Nahi Jane Dridha Shraddhavan Madhyama Adhikari Shai Mahabhagyavan A person whose conclusive knowledge of the Shastras is not very strong but who has developed firm faith in chanting the Hare Krishna Mahamantra and who is also undeterred in the execution of his prescribed devotional service should be considered a Madhyama Adhikari. So until now we have learned about the Kanishta. Now the second, the Madhyama. Uh, those who firm faith, he has firm. He may not be very strong in uh, giving uh, shastric references for all his arguments, but he is personally firmly convinced about the chanting of Hare Krishna and the devotional process, and he is executing. And not only that, he is undeterred in execution also. Not only just understanding, he is in execution also. He is undeterred. He never fails. Mamchayo avyabhicharena bhakti yogena same. So, such a person is very fortunate. So, one who comes to Madhyam Adhikari also is very, very fortunate. Hmm. Madhyam Adhikari is Shraddhavan, a staunchly faithful person. And he is actually a candidate for further advancement in devotional service. Therefore, in the Chaitanya Charitamrita Madhilila, 22nd chapter 64th verse, it is said, Shraddhavan Janhoe Bhakta Adhikari Uttama Madhyama Kanishtha Shraddha Anusari. Uh, very easy to understand. If you understand Hindi or any other Indian language, especially Bengali. One becomes qualified as on the elementary platform, the intermediate platform and the highest platform of devotional service according to the development of his Shraddha, faith. Again, so before we go further, there is a word in the Brahma Samhita. I hope this works. Okay. So you see, this is Brahma Samhita, chapter 5, text 61. Dharman anyan parityajya mame kambhaja vishvasan yadrishi yadrishi shraddha siddhir bhavati tadrishi kurvan nirantaram karma loko yamman uvartate tenaiva karman adhyayan mamparam bhakti michati. This is from Brahma Samhita, where Lord Krishna is speaking to Lord Brahma. It is almost the same as the Bhagavad Gita. Dharman Anyan Parityajya Mamekam Bhajavishvasan Yadrishi Yadrishi Shraddha Siddhir Bhavati Tadrishi. You see. Abandoning all meritorious performances serve me with faith. The realization will correspond to the nature of one's faith. The people of the world act ceaselessly in pursuance of some ideal. By meditating on me, by means of those deeds, one will obtain devotion characterized by love in the shape of the supreme service. 
सो हिसे सर्वधर्मान परित्यज्य मामेकम शरणम व्रज सेम थिंग धर्मान अन्यान परित्यज्य मामेकम भज विश्वसन यादृशी यादृशी श्रद्धा सिद्धिर भवति तादृशी सो सिद्धिर मींस परफेक्शन आवर आवर परफेक्शन विल बी अकॉर्डिंग टू द आवर श्रद्धा सो हियर आल्सो इन टुडेस वर्स इन द पर्पोर्ट इसी श्रद्धावान जनहाय भक्ति अधिकारी उत्तम मध्यम कनिष्ठ श्रद्धा अनुसारी यादृशी यादृशी श्रद्धा अकॉर्डिंग टू द डेवलपमेंट ऑफ श्रद्धा फेथ अगेन इन चैतन्य चरितामृत मध्यलीला 22.62 इट इज सेड श्रद्धा शब्दे विश्वास कहे सुदृढ़ निश्चय कृष्णे भक्ति कहले सर्व कर्म कृत होय by rendering transcendental service to krishna one automatically performs all subsidiary activities this confident firm faith favorable to the discharge of devotional service is called shraddha what is shraddha usually we know as faith but here a very definite definition is given the understanding that by rendering transcendental service to krishna one automatically performs everything subsidiary so i don't need to do anything extraneously just being engaged in krishna's service without deviation is all that i need to do that is called shraddha um there is a nice verse i think madhavendra puri sandhya vandana bhadramastu bhavato ji sandhya vandana bhadramastu bhavato भोह स्नानुभ्यम नमो भो देवा पितरश्चतर्पण विधौ नाहम क्षम क्षम्यता निषद्य यादवकुलाकुलोत्तम से कंसदिषं स्मरमघं हरा तदल मे कि मेन मे यद्य यादवकुलोत्तम से कंसदिष स्नानुभ्यम स्नानुभ्यम ई ऑफर मै अबेसेंसिस टू यू ओ डेमिगॉड्स देवा ओ फोर फादर्स प्लीज एक्सक्यूज मी फॉर मै इनबिलिटी टू ऑफर यू मै रेस्पेक्ट तर्पण विधो तर्पण मीन्स यू नो ऑफरिंग टू द फोर फादर्स क्षम क्षम्यताम प्लीज वी हैव यू हैव टू फॉर गिव मी बिकॉज now wherever i sit i can remember the great descendant of the yadu dynasty krishna the enemy of kamsa and thereby i can free myself from all sinful bondage i think this is sufficient for me this is called shraddha there is explanation of this in the bhagavatam as well devarshi bhutapta nirnam pitrinam न किंकरोचराजन सर्वात्मनाय शरण शरण्यम गुकुंदम पिहृत्य कर्त 
O king, one who has given up all material duties and has taken full shelter of the lotus feet of Mukunda, who offers shelter to all, is not indebted to the demigods, great sages, ordinary living beings, relatives, friends, mankind or even one's forefathers who have passed away. Since all such classes of living entities are part and parcel of the Supreme Lord, one who has surrendered to the Lord's service has no need to serve such persons separately. So, this is Shraddha. So, one who has such Shraddha and as his Shraddha develops even more and more and more, that I just need to do Krishna's service and nothing else, uh, then his, his uh, devotional service increases. So, being uh, Shraddha, Krishna is the beginning of Krishna consciousness. Faith means strong faith. The words of Bhagavad Gita are authoritative instructions for faithful men and whatever Krishna says in Bhagavad Gita is to be accepted as it is without interpretation in complete faith. In other words, this was the way Arjuna accepted Bhagavad Gita. After hearing Bhagavad Gita, Arjuna told Krishna, Sarvameta dhritam manye yanmam vadasi keshava. O Krishna, I totally accept as truth all that you have told me. Chapter 10, text 14. This is the correct way of understanding Bhagavad Gita and this is called Shraddha. It is not that one accepts a portion of Bhagavad Gita according to his own whimsical interpretations and then rejects another portion. This is not Shraddha. Shraddha means accepting the instructions of Bhagavad Gita in their totality, especially the last instruction, Sarvadharman Parityajya Mamekam Sharanam Braja. Abandon all varieties of religion and just surrender unto me. When one becomes completely faithful in regard to this instruction, one strong faith becomes the basis for advancing in spiritual life. See? When one fully engages in chanting the Hare Krishna Mahamantra, he gradually realizes his own spiritual identity. When fully engages in chanting, okay? It has to be very... And it will take a long time. Don't be very hasty. We should not be very hasty in this. We have to be very, very patient. And for years and decades, we have to be prepared to chant nicely. Unless one faithfully chants the Hare Krishna Mahamantra, Krishna does not reveal himself. Sevan Mukhehi Jihvado Svayamevas Puratyadaha Bhaktira Samrata Sindhu 1-2-234 We cannot realize the Supreme Personality of Godhead by any artificial means. We must engage faithfully in the service of the Lord. Such service begins with the tongue. Sevan Mukhehi Jihvado Which means that we should always chant the holy names of the Lord and accept Krishna Prasad. These two are indispensable items of devotional service. We cannot go anywhere by compromising on these two things. We should not accept anything else. This process is faithfully followed. The Supreme Lord reveals Himself to the devotee. Not immediately. He wants to see how, how long we do. Not just, oh, I did for one week, Prabhu. Krishna has revealed Himself. I saw Krishna yesterday. This kind of nonsense talk means immediately He is a nonsense fellow. Uh, no, that is not our method of worship anyway. Hmm. Our method is always, where is Krishna? Where? Where? Hey Nandasuna Kuta, where are you? Hey Radhe Vrajate Vike Chalalite, Hey Nandasuna Kuta. Uh, what is that? Shri Govardhana Kalpa Padapatale Kalindivane Kutaha Goshantaviti Mahavihvalav Goshantaviti I always keep forgetting that line. Mahavihvalo. Khedai Mahavihvalo. They are always, you know, in, in bewilderment. Where is Krishna? Where is Krishna? Are you in, the, in Vrindavan or in, in, at the Govardhan hill or where are you? So, this is how our 
mode of worship is taught by Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, Viprilambha Seva, in separation. Not that I saw Krishna, yes, you know, you don't know, I am, I am very close with Krishna, you know. Uh, this kind of nonsense, he, when he talks like that, when somebody talks, a devotee, a, a proper devotee can immediately detect the complete nonsense in that devotee, you know, complete fake, completely fake. And uh, because a real devotee will never speak like that, there are symptoms, that's why Arjuna asked, uh, what is that, Arjuna Vacha. स्थित प्रज्ञस्य का भाषा समाधिस्थस्य केशवा स्थित धीर किम प्रभाषेता किम किमासीता व्रजेत किम What are the symptoms of a devotee, a pure devotee? How does he talk? How does he walk? How does he sit? How does he eat? How does he sleep? Everything he is asking. What is the mode? How does he live? So, and Krishna explains. And so a devotee, he, he can immediately detect such nonsense. Mm. So, we, we, we are not cheating anybody but ourselves by doing that. So, we should always be very sincere and accept where we are. Be honest. And then, we have to be honestly endeavouring for perfection and do everything that is required. We should not chant or accept anything else. When this process is faithfully followed, the Supreme Lord reveals Himself devotee. And this is based on revelation. Even then, you see, when this process is faithfully followed, the Supreme will be revealed, you know, all the Supreme will will be visible then. No, it is not. The process does not guarantee. The process of chanting and Krishna Prasadam does not guarantee that we will see Krishna. No, there is no such process that can bring Krishna under control. But Krishna, if he chooses, if he becomes pleased with our devotional service, that means on his own accord. So, the whole chanting, why we are doing? To please him. And if he is pleased, he can still, even if he is pleased, he may not show himself. So, we can never say that, okay, you do this, then you will get Krishna. Krishna will be in your, you know, like a muthime, you know, in your, in your fist, in your pocket. No, we are not saying like this. There is no such process that, will, that you can capture Krishna with. But, out of his own accord, when he becomes pleased with our devotional service, and we, he becomes pleased... How? Yasya prasadad bhagavat prasado. Yasya prasadan nagatih kutopi. We have to please the spiritual master. Because when the spiritual master is pleased, Krishna is pleased. When he is not pleased, Krishna is not pleased. So we have to please the spiritual master. Then there is chance that Krishna will reveal one day. When a person realizes himself to be an eternal servitor of Krishna, he loses interest in everything but Krishna's service. Always thinking of Krishna, devising means by which to spread the holy name of Krishna. He understands that his only business is in spreading the Krishna consciousness movement all over the world. Such a person is to be recognized as an Uttama Adhikari and his association should be immediately accepted according to the six processes. Dadati, Pratigrahanati, etc. That we have learnt in the uh, verse 4. <clears throat> Indeed, the advanced Uttama Adhikari Vaishnava devotee should be accepted as a spiritual master. See here. Prabhupada is very, telling very, very clearly, the advanced Uttama Adhikari Vaishnava devotee should be accepted as a spiritual master. Everything one possesses should be offered to him, for it is enjoined that one should deliver whatever he has to the spiritual master. The Brahmachari in particular is supposed to beg alms from others and offer them to the spiritual master. However, one should not imitate the behavior of an advanced devotee or Mahabhagavat without being self-realized. 
one should not imitate the behavior of an advanced devotee or mahabhagavat without being self realized but for by such imitation one will eventually become degraded one will fall down in this verse shri rupa goswami advises that a devotee be intelligent enough to distinguish between the kanishta adhikari madhyama adhikari and uttama adhikari the devotee should also know his own position and should not try to imitate a devotee situated on a higher platform Srila Bhaktivinoda Thakur has given some practical hints to the effect that an Uttama Adhikari Vaishnav can be recognized by his ability to convert many fallen souls to Vaishnavism. And Srila Prabhupada is doing that. So, he is an Uttama Adhikari. He is still doing it by his books. Anybody who reads his books seriously, immediately becomes devotee. If read seriously. Many people are buying the books. They are not reading. Even devotees sometimes don't read. But if he reads, he becomes very serious devotee. Uh, so, his ability to commit, convert many fallen souls into Vaishnavism and that is how an Uttamadhikari Vaishnav can be known. One should not become a spiritual master unless he has attained the platform of Uttamadhikari. There you go. Our whole iskon is completely destroyed with this one line. One should not become a spiritual master unless he has attained the platform of Uttamadhikari. A neophyte Vaishnava or Vaishnava situated on the intermediate platform can also accept disciples. Now he is saying another thing. Can also accept disciples, but such disciples must be on the same platform. And it should be understood that they cannot advance very well toward the ultimate goal of life under his insufficient guidance. Therefore, a disciple should be careful to accept an Uttama Adhikari as a spiritual master. Where is the Uttama Adhikari now? Prabhupada is there. So, sometimes these con devotees they argue, no, 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 how you can say Prabhupada never produced any one Uttamadhikari also? That means you are saying Prabhupada is not capable of producing any Uttamadhikari. You are saying that Prabhupada is, you know, incapable, important. You know, they, they put this kind of arguments. Prabhupada is potent to create the whole universe into Vaishnavas. You know, but the thing is, how the disciple follows, how the disciple follows, so, if the disciple follows every single instruction without a mistake, he will become Uttamadhikari one day. But if I commit offences, so the, the spiritual master is perfect, but if the disciple is not perfect, how, how you can blame the spiritual master for the, the, the fall down of a disciple? If the spiritual master is a pure devotee and if the disciple is not up to the mark and if he doesn't follow the order and he falls down, how is the spiritual master to be blamed? So, our minute independence, in that case we have to blame Krishna also. Oh, we have been with Krishna, but then now we have come here. Hmm. That means Krishna was so incapable that he cannot uh, avoid, um, I mean, uh, cannot stop us from falling down. He allowed us to fall down. No, the thing is our independence. Our independence, if we misuse it, whether we have the best guru or even Krishna as the guru. Like Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, there is the, who is that? Um, What is his name? Uh, Balabhadra, he went and uh, uh, associated with Bhattaharis and he fell down. There Prabhupada writes, even an associate of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu can fall down if he misuses his independence. So, an associate of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, he, he also can fall down. So, the thing is, you can have the God himself as your Guru, like that, that Balabhadra. He, he fell down. Balab, I, I think I am getting the name, I don't know, right or wrong. But there was this incident. So, we have to be very careful to follow the instruction of the spiritual master, not jump the gun. 
like especially in our our whole movement this is the crux now the iskon which really prabhupad started so his beloved movement is being usurped by people who have no regard for his instruction and they think they have and they cannot show any documentary evidence where shri prabhupad said that okay such and such person will succeed me as and become the next spiritual master no and shri prabhupad very clearly said a, a guru means he has to be authorized by his guru that's all if he is not authorized that means he is not guru that's it finish they say oh prabhupad said everybody must become gurus and yeah he said that is shiksha guru you can learn te- whatever you know you can teach there is also guru only but that is shiksha guru yeah you can teach that the diksha guru means one has to be uttam adhikari just like the first verse of nectar of instruction you can control all the senses and everything he can accept sarvam apimam prithivim sasishyat he can accept sishya or disciples all over the world As such a person only not everybody else they have no right to sit there uh, they will quote some you know narahar sarkar from some what bhajanam krishna bhajanamrit we understand the previous acharyas we we have full respect for previous acharyas uh, in because in the krishna bhajanamrit there is some instructions like that that what if your spiritual master is a fallen soul you know he has gone through sense gratification how to correct him there are some instructions like that so they say you see that means there is a chance that spiritual master can fall down so how you can say this is not uh, this is not uh, bona fide <laughs> that means the spiritual master falling down is bona fide <laughs> so they say like this so so because it is um, presented by narahar sarkar like that see our thing is we have to understand the the parampara through our guru what shrila prabhupad gave us we will accept huh? prabhupad has mentioned here what is that one should not become a spiritual master unless he has attained the platform of uttam adhikari he is especially referring to diksha guru shiksha guru and everybody you know whatever you know you teach it to others that is another thing a pure devotee also can be a shiksha guru hmm? that is also there but diksha guru must be a pure devotee uttam adhikari so uh, that that pure devotee so prabhupad we have to understand the parampara through prabhupad but they the mistake this con is doing is they want to understand prabhupad through the parampara in the context one of the swamis is saying like this we have to understand shri prabhupad's position in context of the parampara completely wrong we can only understand the parampara through prabhupad that is the proper way uh so uh, with all these evidences we have mentioned in our and we're going to make another video we will make another video because as i said there was some um is con devotee who who had a correspondence with me and argued on this principles so uh, it was quite startling to see what he has written so every devotee should be made known of these kinds of philosophical vast philosophical deviations that are being uh, that are happening in iskon right now and not only philosophical even practice wise everything there is lot of lot of things so it is not right to criticize nindadani hridam is not to criticize but there is a big problem going on and people have to be saved from that and those sincere they will take to it and you know they can have a this real knowledge of what is going on those who want to be blind to this whole thing 
they just say oh we are vaishnava pradis you know we always talk bad about their gurus or talk bad about their sanyasis that's not our business we don't we're not here to talk bad bad about anyone but if somebody goes against the instruction of shri prabhupada of course we have to stand for prabhupada should i remain silent i mean maunam uh, sammati lakshanam that means silence means i accept it means whatever you doing is right well, we should not so we have to take up the cause and explain to the devotees so those who can be saved can be saved and actually we have been receiving quite a um, number of devotees i mean um, letters and you know messages from many devotees all around the world how they are feeling uh, themselves saved after reading the is 77 initiations after 1977 the book and watching the video the ritvik video ritvik bonafide system so they are feeling very much um, you know so much uh, inspired just today also we received two letters from two uh, russian matajis uh, very much inspiring you know the the way they were cheated by the other system and then now they have come here you know that's what actually the whole world needs to be shown and they should be shown this alternative and eventually satyam eva jayate the, the truth will prevail so we will stop here so any questions or comments we will take them now so chandrashekhar reddy is asking how do we differentiate senior and junior devotees so i think we have already studied that length today so according to their faith according to their involvement in devotional service so sometimes a senior devotee can be younger in age than a um junior devotee maybe his number of years and not just number of years and how much involvement and how much advance he is in practical behavior of as a devotee so all these things just like sukadev goswami when he was speaking he was only 16 years old but great great sages who were thousands of years old from different planets they came down to hear sukadev goswami so vriddha vriddha means old old means usually old age is um what is that equated to wisdom or oh, people are old they have wisdom they are wise but no no it's not so it's not the fact because spiritually speaking you one may be a complete fool even after old age so and if he once takes up the spiritual way of life in the early years he can be more knowledgeable so vriddha or experience or wise can be anything can it doesn't depend on age it not is not that all old people are not wise no those who are devotees and they are, they are wise uh, krishna jay bade uh, bhaje she bhara chatur so whoever is a devotee uh, he is very intelligent so according to his advancement like these things krishneti asya giritam manasadriyata dikshasti those who have taken diksha and involving in all the services they should be offered obeisances but especially those who are very advanced in you know preaching and everything there and especially pure devotee like prabhupad uh, and those now of course physically prabhupada is not here but by his instructions he is there and by his devotees he is there so the senior devotees who are serving him and taking a big responsibilities and in their character also they are very sublime uh, such devotees we have to associate with so that is a senior devotee so that's how we understand so regarding one who chants lakshya names so question in the chaitanya bhagavat the lord said prabhu bole 
जन लक्षेश्वर बोली करे प्रतिदिन लक्ष्य नाम जे ग्रहण करे से जनेर नाम आमी बोले बोली लक्षेश्वर <coughs> तथा भिक्ष अमार ना जाए अन्य घर द लॉर्ड रिप्लाइड डू यू नो हु इज लक्षेश्वर ही इज समन हु चांस वन लक्ष्य और वन हंड्रेड थाउजेंड होली नेम्स एवरी डे आई कॉल सच अ पर्सन लक्षेश्वर आई ओनली टेक मेल्स इन दैट पर्सन हाउस नो वन एल्स सो सिक्सटी फोर राउंड चैंटिंग चैतन महाप्रभु विल टेक मील्स इन दर हाउस सो यू वे आर ऑफरिंग टू चैतन महाप्रभु हाउ बाइशले प्रभुपाज मसी अदरवाइज ही रोट एज चैतन महाप्रभु मसी पतित पावन बट यू सी हाउ इवन चैतन महाप्रभु स्टैंडर्ड इज वेरी हाई श्रील प्रभुपाद हेज एनेबल्ड हज टू सर्व इवन चैतन महाप्रभु सो दिस इज वेरी वेरी फॉर्चुनेट पोजिशन वी आर इन सो वी शुड नेवर लूज इट दिस काइंड ऑफ कंसेशन फॉर गोइंग बैक टू गॉड हेड वी विल नेवर गेट वी विल नेवर गेट सो देर फॉर वी शुड नॉट लूज दिस एट ऑल एट ऑल टाइम समटाइम्स वी सी सर्टन डिवोट इज नॉट नेसेसरली इन अ सीनियर पोजिशन वर्किंग एक्सट्रीमली हार्ड एंड डूइंग सो मच ऑफ सेवा एंड ऑस्टरिटी At the same time, their hearts are full of envy towards others, but externally they appear to be great devotees. How to deal with such people? Sometimes nothing can be done except to silently tolerate. But the situation becomes unbearable. Therefore, Trinada Pasunichena Tarora Pasahishuna Amanena Manadena Kirtaniya Sada Hari. So, in the association of devotees, there can be so many things. People are brought up in different ways. They are coming from different backgrounds. some of them earnestly take up the instructions and take to this process of devotional service sometimes they're not so they're not so careful in avoiding offenses and you still have to deal with them so this is where we need to be tolerant just like jesus christ was tolerant he was crucified still he was tolerant shri prabhupad you know he also was so tolerant so many letters were coming to him all over the from all over the world and some are not following properly some are you know married man he left his wife and had sex with another girl and made her pregnant and all all kind of things happened you know leaders leaders so but prabhupa tolerated so many things you know um and eventually in the indian he was also given poison he even said i am poisoned so even that he tolerated so <clears throat> of course it is very terrible to hear of that news but I mean, it's just, it go, just goes to show that how much we need to tolerate. Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur said, those who have taken up devotional service, their life, their path is set with thorns. You have to be prepared to walk on thorns. So the whole path is full of thorns only. There's no roses. It's not a rose, you know, rose petal, red carpet. No, nothing like that. It's a thorn carpet. <laughs> so, so that's how this path is. So, we just have to be very humble and tolerant eventually krishna will do something either reform him or kick him out so either way whatever krishna's plan is we just have to continue with our service and we just very fixed try to try our best to help other than that we can just pray to krishna to you know give him some intelligence sunita sharma um hari krishna so should we not want to go back home back to godhead because it could be considered as wanting something wanting to go back to godhead hence impure bhakti because we have a desire for wanting something from the lord okay 
going by Godhead means to go back to his service. So that, okay, let's, um, okay, you see this, this is uh, Canto 3, chapter 29, text 13. Salokya sarshti samipya sarupyaikatvam apyuta diyamanam nagrihananti vinamatsevanam janaha. A pure devotee does not accept any kind of liberation, salokya, sarshti, samipya, sarupya or ekatva, even though they are offered by the Supreme Personality of Godhead. What is this salokya, sarshti? Salokya means to be in the same planet as the Lord. Sarshti means to have the same opulence as the Lord. Samipya means to be very close, intimate associate of the Lord. Sarupya means one who has the same bodily features as the Lord. And ekatva means to merge into the Lord's effulgence. So, a pure devotee does not accept any kind of liberation, even though they are offered by the Supreme Personality of Godhead. But he wants to be always engaged in Krishna's service. So, that, so the, the, the secret here is, when one is engaged in Krishna's service, he is already in the spiritual world, in the Vaikuntha Loka. And that is the beauty. When one is in the, engaged in Krishna's service, it doesn't matter where he is. He, he doesn't even notice, like this, this verse. This is, that is a pure devotee. Of course, we do notice, because we are not purely situated. But, you see like this. Deham janashwaram avasthitam uthitam vasiddho napashyati yato dhyagamat swarupam daivadapetam athadaiva vasadupetam vaso yatha parikritam madiramadandha Just as a drunken man does not notice if he is wearing his coat or shirt, similarly one who is perfect in self-realization and who has thus achieved his eternal identity does not notice whether the temporary body is sitting or standing. Indeed, if by God's will the body is finished, or if by God's will he obtains a new body, a self-realized soul does not notice, just as a drunken man does not notice the situation of his outward dress. That's why the sadhu, he benedicted, jivova marova, devotee doesn't matter whether he lives or dies, it's the same thing. Because whether he is in the material world or the spiritual world, he is engaged in service. And once he is engaged in service, there is no influence of Mahamaya, it is only Yogamaya then. He is already in the spiritual world. So, to think that there is another spiritual world I have to go to, even that's why, although Prabhupada said that back to Godhead, go, go back to Godhead. So, back to Godhead also means to engage, to be engaged in his service, undivided, that is also going back to Godhead only. There is no difference between going back to Godhead and serving him there in the Vaikuntha Loka or serving him here. There is no difference in the service, the nature of service. It is the same service. And so, when a devotee go, goes back to Godhead, he engages in the service of the Lord. But if one wants liberation and, you know, uh, merging into the Lord, that is some want. But here it is said, even in the previous verse here, even if a pure devotee is offered these things, he does not want. But the thing is, the Lord gives him anyway. He doesn't demand for it. He should be just engaged in Krishna's service. Prema Pumartho Mahan. Premikash Prabhu, is there any sastric evidence women can become Guru? Because now Iskon has woman Guru. So, 
now in iskon they introduced a new thing that women also women also can become guru we have one example they always quote the example of janava mata who is uh, nityananda prabhu's wife but uh, one has to be on that platform of janava mata who, who is qualified to be nityananda's wife and also even male guru also is not that oh male can be any any standard uh, female must be janava mata standard no 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 male also must be same standard what is male all our acharyas you see who fallen down why is kon swami so many gurus are falling down what kind of a, what kind of a position is that so whether man or woman all of them are bogus in is kon man is already bogus because not authorized by shri prabhupad and woman now which is unheard of in our sampradaya except for nityananda prabhu's wife the different position nityananda prabhu's wife is different position altogether we cannot compare uh, you know it is an extraordinary situation otherwise usually there's no uh, injunction women can become guru in fact there are injunctions on the other way around you should not receive mantra diksha from women like that there are that kind of uh, injunctions but uh, even male for example it is not about gender at all now it is about the pure devotee a pure devotee he must be a pure devotee uh, that but except for janava mata even women like sita devi kunti devi uh, devahuti all these women are more than qualified to become gurus right but they did not they just kept to their roles so we have to keep to our roles so there is no chance there is no injunction as such uh, for women to become gurus but it is not that men can become gurus no unless one is authorized by his spiritual master he cannot become a guru so once prabhupad was asked uh, how did you become spiritual master of this institution he said when my guru maharaj ordered me uh, how did that order come no don't go very speedily prabhupad said when my guru maharaj ordered me i became guru nobody can become guru unless he is ordered by his guru that's all so he, he cut him off so you see that means uh, unless he is ordered by his guru he cannot so both male female all bogus i think nimanita prabhu is making a video of this whole issue he will release sometime maybe i don't know he is making it now so see because they have uh, disobeyed one instruction now they are having to adjust in so many ways and there is a, uh, there is a law book in iskon there is a law book like a constitution there are <laughs> if i show you you will laugh at what are the um, rules when a guru has fallen down how he has to be corrected when he is you know deviating a little bit how he has to be corrected when he even after he is told if he is still deviating very strongly if he is not listening uh, how he has to be corrected or if he has hopelessly fallen into sense gratification how he has to be dealt with and then that is from the management's perspective if he is totally incorrigible what to do with him that is from management then from the disciples perspective what should the disciple do if the if, if he finds that his guru has um, he has been deviating some rules of uh, iskon oh th- then some rules are stated so what to do if a guru guru becomes after being chastised also by management still then the guru has to be suspended then if suspended how the disciple should worship the guru he has to take his picture out and you know 
And if he has hopelessly fallen into sense gratification, what the disciple should do? He has to take shelter of Prabhupada. That time he can take shelter of Prabhupada directly. You know, that time he becomes qualified when the Guru has hopelessly fallen down and went away with some homosexual case or whatever it is. And then the disciple becomes qualified to take shelter of Prabhupada according to his con law. Yeah. And then uh, accept reinitiation from another Guru. These kind of things they are manufacturing which are never in the Shastra. Show one Shastric evidence, no? Where is the Shastric evidence? Rubbish they are talking. Rubbish, absolute rubbish. Because why? To cover one lie, they have to create another millions of lies. If you just go with the truth, nothing needs to be changed. Absolutely nothing. You just be a Ritvik and Prabhupada is your Guru. Whether this Ritvik has fallen down in due course of time or whether temple president has fallen down, whatever has happened, his relationship with Prabhupada is never uh, shaken. And in that way, the sanctity of the movement can be always be there. This is still a Prabhupada's order. But unfortunately, this has been compromised. And to cover up one, that one nonsense, they are doing so many nonsense now. That is what is happening now. Hmm. So therefore, we have to stay far away from this. It is very, very contaminating. It appears all nice and hunky-dory. But when you go inside, when you become serious, when it, it, it will come to the point of Diksha. And then they will push you. Uh, you have to take Ashraya of this Guru, Ashraya of that Guru. And then, you know, chant his prana, Pranati Mantra now. You know, like this. They will introduce you to the Guru, slowly, slowly. How can you escape? Uh, therefore, it is not advisable to associate with them closely. Preach to them. If they accept Prabhupada system, fine. Otherwise, you go. You go to do whatever you want. We will do whatever we want. What not whatever we want. What Prabhupada want. That is our rule. Prabhupada said, do like this, we will do. They, if they want to just chalk out their own plan, fine, go ahead. There is only a path to hell. We have already shown yesterday, 6.7.14. Ashma Plavaiva, stone boat. Uh, if you go on the stone boat, the, the captain and the passenger of the stone boat all sink. So, by following such person also, we, we fall down. Iskon always say Guru Parampara must run, can't be stopped by Srila Prabhupada. Now my question is still in Bhagavad Gita Guru Parampara list, there is nobody's name after Srila Prabhupada. So, so they say, Iskon, they say that you know Guru Parampara, the succession should be always be followed, it must be continued, it should not be stopped at Srila Prabhupada. But in the Bhagavad Gita, in the 32nd, you know, there are 32nd, 32 names and Prabhupada is the 32nd name. There is no continuation after that. Where is 33, where is 34, 35, all this where? It is not there. They they don't have, they cannot officially name that. (coughs) They tried actually. In I think Bengali book, they put Jayapadaka Swami's name in one edition and the next edition they took out. (laughs) So, that is the the position of these gurus nowadays. They just, you know, they say one thing and they cannot even do it. Yeah, if he is really a bona fide guru, next in succession, name, put the name there so that everybody will know who is. I, myself, I am telling my story. When I read Prabhupada's Bhagavad Gita, I thought Prabhupada was still around. That was when? 2004. <laughs> I was fooling. I, I thought Prabhupada was somewhere in the world, somewhere. Then I searched, you know. That time Google was just, you know, becoming a little bit popular. I just Google 2004. Where is Prabhupada? And Prabhupada's life, 1977, he passed. He, he attained Samadhi. Oh, now what to do? Then, because every time I see the Prabhupada's books, I, when I read, 
bonafide spiritual master, bonafide spiritual master, bonafide spiritual master. So I wanted Prabhupada, you know. So when I know, knew that Prabhupada is, uh, you know, physically not around, uh, then I was like, okay, then how to find another one like like Prabhupada? So I was searching Prabhupada, you know, parampara, you know, guru, bonafide guru, uh, iskon guru, like like this, thirty uh, third. 33 number parampara every time i go to the list of parampara every time i search so many websites this is in 2005 i did this i did this in my in my college when we had e learning sessions and i went to the computer my classmates were doing something i was searching who is the guru who is the guru pure devotee acharya 33rd every time the list stops at 32nd i was always wondering why why they don't mention okay prabhupada has passed away you know, who is the next you know so i, I can take uh, you know initiation from him and no mention of 33 this was exactly what i was i was going through then you know of course somebody showed that you no know, this person is a pure devotee you should take initiation then i saw him he is not a pure devotee then finally i read the the july 9th letter and the convo oh then the will of prabhupada that convinced i was so happy that yes we can take um, shelter of shila prabhupada so that was in 2005 Five, I remember very clearly in the end of 2005. So this is actually a fact. Sri Prabhupada is is available for everybody. Uh, so why their name is not there? If say we have to have parampara, parampara, parampara means evam parampara. Let's go to the verse. What is the continuation of parampara? What is the definition of continuation of parampara? What does it mean when we say parampara should be continued? Sorry, it's a bit taking a little bit of time, but. Very important subject. See, evam parampara praptam imam rajarsho viduhu sa kalineha mahata yogo nashtaha parantapa. First thing, from parampara, what we praptam viduhu to know. The knowledge, the transcendental knowledge is what the instruction, the knowledge is being received in the parampara system. Sa kalineha mahata yogo nashtaha parantapa. See, This supreme science was thus received through the chain of disciplic succession, and the saintly kings understood in understood it in that way. But in course of time, the succession was broken, and therefore the science as it is appears to be lost. So when the succession is broken, yogo nashtaha parantapa. Nashta means scattered or or destroyed. Yoga. What is yoga? What Prabhupada? Yoga. The science of one's relationship with the supreme. When that becomes. destroyed or scattered or no more clear for everybody that means the parampara is broken it never said sharira nashta parantapa no when the body of the sharira when the body of the spiritual master is no more that means the parampara is broken it is never said like that yogo nashta parantapa the signs of the relationship with the supreme became scattered and then it is considered the parampara became broken but in course of time the succession was broken and therefore the science as it is appears but now we see the science is not lost prabhupada's books are there the science is not lost how can we say the succession is broken it is going on with prabhupada's books and whoever is following his books he is following the succession whoever is living by those instructions he is following the succession but if we instead introduce this stupid idea of a living guru that is a mistake that is a mistake Bhaktivinoda Thakur already said eh? what is that um, thou art uh, what is that he reasons ill who says that vaishnavas die for
for thou art living still in sound <coughs> and by living spread the holy name around uh, so this <coughs> the the uh, the spiritual master is never dead i mean even a soul doesn't die how can a spiritual master die and especially when his instructions are previously the way the instructions were passed down by physically by physically conveying by, but now there is printing press there is books so the instructions of prabhupada which prabhupada said are recorded previously these were not there therefore there was a you know of course books were there so narottam das thakur also written books and all this but it was very hardly found very hardly found so one has to actually sit in front of somebody who actually tells the whole thing but now books are there prabhupada is still there with the books so how how are how is he not there so this has to be understood properly so jagannath prabhu is asking do we need to read bhagavad gita do we need to read bhagavad gita and shrimad bhagavatam first before start reading chaitanya charitamrita well in the introduction in the first chapter itself shri prabhupada says that this chaitanya charitamrita is a post graduate study after one has finished bhagavad gita and bhagavatam so actually it is on a it is on a status higher than even bhagavad gita and bhagavatam but because it's prabhupada's books you can always read them it's good to actually go through the proper order but you can always read them i mean you can read bhagavad gita and you know bhagavatam and chaitanya charitamrita simultaneously or one chapter here one chapter there you can always read like that <coughs> it is not that just like krishna is the 10th canto krishna book is 10th canto but we can even a newcomer can read 10th canto i mean the uh, krishna book because it is written by prabhupada so although it is a postgraduate study one can still read because prabhupada is mentioning everything nicely so but under his guidance we can read you know all these books but of course in 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 the tier of the advanced advancement in the scriptures i mean the 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 level of higher instruction chaitanya charitamrita is topmost but so the way i did is i read bhagavad gita few times actually and then after that bhagavatam and after that chaitanya charitamrita i did that way but at at least you start with the teachings of lord chaitanya if you can't everything else at least the teachings of lord chaitanya is a good condensed version of the main teachings of chaitanya mahaprabhu but of course all the pastimes and everything is not completely mentioned which is uh, available in chaitanya charitamrita so but you can read it is not that you cannot understand you will understand still uh, because you are already a devotee a devotee can understand so you can read chaitanya charitamrita not not a problem so any other questions doesn't seem to be any more questions so i think we will stop here i think see it's a good uh, citation from bhagavatam printed by vishnu suniti loving a woman and specifically his mother could not become dhruvamaharshi guru so this is from the bhagavatam uh, being a woman she could not become dhruvamaharshi diksha guru she was a shiksha guru so there is a against women becoming guru but most honestly even the men are also all not qualified it's not about men or women it's about authorization from the guru it is not there so forget it. it nobody is qualified actually to become guru so all right we will 
Kalakrishnadas, yes, this was the person, not Balabhadra. Kalakrishnadas, correct. I forgot the name. So he is the one who got distracted from Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So alright, uh, there are very nice verses I'll mention in the comments. Right here. Jai Shri Upadeshamrita ki jai, Shri Rupa Goswami ki jai, Shri Prabhupada ki jai. Dai Gaur Primanande, Hari Hari Bol, Hare Krishna.